Yeah. I'm just going to crack it just for funsies. Because we do every episode Boom. of the beer crack. And so somebody's going to drink the bush light now. <laughs> now someone has to drink the bush light. There we go. <laughs> it's so good when it dribbles down your chin. Jesus, dude. Right off the top. Right on my nice shirt. Right on your ice cube. You ever mix up ice cube and iced tea when you're all, talking all about the them out loud? All the time. I don't think that it, I really know the difference. My whole life, honestly. <laughs> the other day, They've I'm, been around since. I was I, making know. an ice cube uh, on an A-cab shirt like uh-huh. that it would say a cab but have ice cube and my friend's like when did he when was he a cop he's a cop i'm like no on law and order he's like you mean ice tea i'm like yes <laughs> <laughs> oh that's okay movies okay movies, yeah that's been a cop we need a right along we need a detective. shirt with andy griffith's face that says a cab <laughs> <laughs> have you seen have you seen Ride Along with him and uh oh Kevin yeah Hart? i, I remember seeing the, the trailer for it thing. You should watch it's that. It's good movie. ride along. It's funny as shit. The second one's kind of meh. You know, he's kind of, he leans right. I'm always seeing him on, you know, little clips saying things. That you're like, oh, damn. I, you know, you just assume everybody in Hollywood's kind of leaning left. I lean left, but yeah. Sure. He's trying to think. He was like, he's like retweeted uh, talk, Tucker Carlson or something. <laughs> what? <laughs> Tweet. He X'd. How do they just change that to X all of a sudden? No more Twitter. It's X. You just now. do what you want when you have that much money. That's how. Mm-hmm. If I had that much money, I'd just do what I want too, though. I can't yeah. say I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I just but uh, me, I'm I'm sadistic. I'd buy it and close it down. Right. Yeah. Just for just for fun. I've never really been on Twitter much. I got it linked to my Facebook account, Dude, so man. I think I tweet, but I haven't. Been, I have it on my phone in case somebody sends me something. Yeah. But I have not physically been on Twitter in. I don't know, two years. What a great business to spend like hundreds of billions of dollars on. You know, <laughs> whatever. Like I said, so are we in the podcast yeah, right yeah, now? Yeah, we're going. We're bro. in the sphere. What's what's new, dude? <laughs> uh, I don't know. We just released a new album, Knife Play, on September first. Oh, and, it's uh, already yeah. cool. It's about uh, a lot of stabbings in the album. And I'm like, what should I call stabbings. it? Like, there's just I know. I'm Have one you ever of the been few stabbed. No, but I write a lot of songs about. I'm kind of like. Cannibal Corpse, lyric-wise, <laughs> but uh, like, I don't know, Nirvana music-wise. It's weird. Or Pink Floyd meets right, Cannibal right. Corpse or something <laughs> at times. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's been been nice to release that and kind of get back out there again. A few years ago, we released Nature's Creatures 1 and 2. Do you do yeah. you remember yeah. seeing all that going around? It was like a sure nine-hour album. Yeah. Friggin' 104 songs. So What is uh, the... What is the how is that a thing? How? How, how is that by a thing? By myself. I don't think I really could. Well, I can't say by myself because there were some, probably a normal album's worth of stuff recorded with other people and then just a lot of extras that I you oh, know, recorded okay. top to bottom myself. Just uh, sitting in a room? just Yeah, and just even collecting sessions from as early as 2001 and completing them you know, in 2020 Damn. and 2021. But yeah, we're trying to uh, break a Guinness Book of World Records for the longest album, but I didn't. I don't see how nine hours didn't beat it. But uh, better uh, luck next time. I guess I just have to be, try what's again. What's the longest? Do you know? Is it like it's a like day? days? Days? Like, yeah. It just. I mean, Come I think on. that somebody's got a piece of music that's uh, like hundreds of years. Like oh, the like, thing. Yeah, it's like, but it's that, real yeah. slow. One. But isn't that, but wasn't that made a long time ago? I think I've seen. I don't know. That. It's maybe. like a piece of sheet yeah. music that just mm-hmm. keeps looping. Right, but uh, didn't uh, I, I even applied, and they said it's just not a, uh, 
Guinness Book of World so Record record close. yet. Yeah. Uh, but there are people when you Google. After I put in all this work, I Googled it, and it's like, oh, there's oh, there's a few already off the dome that have more. <laughs> Maybe should have started with really the what Google is the record. <laughs> but uh, ultimately, I was kind of just worried about COVID and mm-hmm. struggling with my mortality, and like, if I die, all these songs die with me. You uh, scared of that? I definitely was a lot more then. I was in that mindset every day, like, yeah, I was the guy wearing a mask and. No, 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 not COVID. I mean, we oh, all yeah. were. I mean, I'm saying like, yeah, death, you get real scared. We got a kid, so I know that things change. Sure, but yeah, I mean, this was a little more selfish. I worry about death a lot, though. It's yeah. always lingering, always kind of on my mind. A little more cautious person. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm, you know, the guy that. Wasn't going to go learn how to skateboard at the age of 20 because I'm like, I don't want to <laughs> yeah, break, break my, my widow arm. You know? So I want a day a dude face right. playing a fucking staircase. I mean, it's, you know. Especially like when the six year old that's out there is just already mm. a million times better at it than me. Right, I'm just like, right. I'm never going to get to his level. Why oh, dude. put in all this work? <laughs> Kids now, I'm like, they're so much better at everything. You see a kid playing guitar and you're like, I'm just going to stop now. I've been playing for 20 years and this yeah. guy's rocking my Man, shit. Man, I'm just glad I really got out there and started doing stuff because um, I think that's why I consider myself punk is like when you look around and you're really like, oh, there's some people who are like really, really, really good at this, you know? <laughs> Not just like kind of again. So you're like, all right, well, I'm giving my own little spin on it. And uh, henceforth, whatever we put out, even if it sounds like a butt rot song, it uh, winds yeah, up being yeah. a punk rock song. You know. It's, that's an attitude, I feel like. Yeah, for sure. It and DIY, out, that whole yeah, aspect of it. You know what y'all just, what y'all do all yeah. the time? Firing on all cylinders. I can't wait till I'm uh, a parent of a little bit older kid that I can take to uh, you know, the scene that's what a lot and of my see a lot of these say, shows. Yeah, wait till their kids are a little older. Because, you know, right now I can see him definitely just going in the pit and getting his six-year-old I mean, shit rocked. I was going to say, your kid's already had so much... You know, absorption right. to it. And he'll come to our shows sometimes, yeah. uh, especially, you know, some of the tamer ones. Like, we played the joint last week. And I mean, mm. substance wise, it wasn't that tame, but he was the only person <laughs> wanting to stand up. Like, yeah, there was yeah, no yeah. chance of him getting kicked with a ninja kick right to the <laughs> right side of the skull. Imagine your kid getting rocked across right. a fucking. He'd video. probably oh love it. God. He'd be like, I'm a man now. <laughs> but yeah, I, I can't wait till I can get back out there and stuff. I've never. I don't know. A l- little bit of antisocial stuff, too. I just, I'm like, I'm it nervous. Happens. Even you guys, yeah. like, I'm like, oh my God. But it then happens. when I get around y'all, I'm just put at ease, you know? That's that's where my mind the is always ticking. to the thing. Yeah. Once yeah. you get there, you always have fun. I do. I, I, I had a little bit of that coming out of the whole lockdown situation where I was like, man, I don't know if I want to go around all these people. But then the second you show up, you're like, this is fucking awesome. What were you going to say, Kurt? I know you found it. What was it? Uh, 41. Forty-one days and nine hours. We got our own little Jamie over here looking up stuff. Remember when Joe Rogan was like the biggest? I think he still is. He's definitely making the most money for it. They don't say anymore because the Spotify bought it all and they keep everything under wraps. It's under Well, and at the end of the day, you know, when I quit watching Joe Rogan, is the YouTube days were over, and I don't know. There's just something about. Going to Spotify and like just the other day, I'm like, they still have video up. Like, I'm that's just how daft I was. So I'm sure there's others who just kind of got lost in the translation. I think so. Yeah, I don't. He's making don't how many Spotify. million? Like, it was like a two hundred million dollars. But that's just what they gave him. Right. That's not including like what the he's making, like yeah. the branding, all that shit, like mm-hmm. the merch. Imagine, imagine just for a fucking second how many coffee cups that guy sells like a day. <laughs> I'm gonna get my. 
Does it have a coffee it's cup a that's tum- like, dude, it's you ever tried DMT? For sure, dude. You know that's what it is. <laughs> that's perfect. That's well, that's perfect. how you make money. <laughs> oh, we, our merch game is weak as fuck. We had t-shirts. Oh, man. We gave most of them away, and then now I have stickers that I also just hand to people. I've been there lately. Like, we did. I've been uh, <laughs> lately, like, you know, this is the first record I haven't put out any physical duplication for it, which mm. was always a headache. And the last ones I self duplicated, which How was, do you feel about that? You like it more? Well, it's less money, but my with my day job that I'm doing lately, I just didn't have the energy to mm. be able to do it. Usually, you know, was kind of really relying on music and that extra time to I try to turn it into do. money. What are you, where are you working at? Uh, I'm working at a science lab, ATC Scientific. Shout out to my smart homies. I guess. dude. You got a I just, brain I, on you. I went from cooking pizzas to uh, doing <laughs> acid hydrolysis. It's really weird. It's a, it's a transition <laughs> even I didn't know was coming. Uh, but, yeah, I worked at Mellow Mushroom here in town, just flipping pizzas part-time and uh, – just one Sunday, they're just like, yeah, so uh, we're shutting down. And I'm just oh, like, that's right. oh, for the yeah. rest of the day? And they're like, no, like no, forever. forever. Here's uh, your last so, check. We well, no, you. we didn't even get our last check. Uh-uh. Yo, yeah. I I mean, like. Still? Still. I still haven't gotten it. It's a year later. Uh, and I still haven't gotten it. Man. man, all I know is that guy's got to be doing worse than I am if he can't even you uh, know, he's probably not. acknowledge it. But he's, you know, I've heard he's struggling. They lost oh. $300,000. Well, good. Well, good. good. Well, good. But uh, I've tried to just take the high road, you know. Obviously, you. if that doesn't matter to him, and I've stayed on my feet because I sure. basically got hired here three days after. Uh, oh, really? After Mellow Mushroom shut down, I'm working at the science lab. Three so I was like, you know what? I'm scientist. just going <laughs> to just dust my hand, turn the other cheek, you know. <laughs> you went from you went from how I'm never going to financially recover from this. Three days later, like Bill Nye. You're, right. You just should make a meme of and, that. And, you know, and like <laughs> just – it's still, you know, everybody says that 15 bucks an hour, now that's not enough. But this is my first time to have a full-time job, making a decent amount. And, boy, at the end of the day, things are a lot easier. It's it's nice to just oh, yeah. be able to go out to eat and not feel like, I'm never going to financially I mean, recover from the, this. Yeah, exactly. Money yeah. doesn't solve all your problems, but it makes having problems easier. I've even tried to get Kurt down there at the lab a few times, I think, here Kurt and there. through it. You would kill – oh, he would – the thing is, is uh, you kind of go at your own pace, and they deal with you, a lot of people just who, doing strip tests or something. Uh, what I'm doing is testing uh, for fat, usually in like dog. <laughs> I don't need to test, baby. I could just look. We got to grind mirror. you up and put you in a little uh, mojo flask, a mojo near flask, and you shake it around with ether, whatever it may be. Uh, like, is that let's just say the, like the meat straight tube. With a uh, cork? It's, it kind of has a little uh, bottom at the end, oh, okay. and so for it shaking. separates. Yeah, you, so you shake it, and that way all the Particles that aren't fat fall down. Okay. The ether with the fat in it stays here, and you pour it out. Ah. Do that about six times. It's actually how they uh, dissolve bodies, too, in some countries. (laughs) Acid hydrolysis, yeah, it's So what are you testing for, like, animal fats? Uh, Some is just animal fat to see what the fat content is. Dog foods. Like, are we feeding these animals Mm -hmm. too much bullshit? I think a lot of it will even get meats in, but it's going to be used in the dog foods. They're just trying to see what their uh, product's fat (laughs) content is going to be. And we test for protein and carbs and salmonella and just everything. Oh, but then my specific so you're, you're job the is just acid like hydrolysis. Making the back panel of the food so we know how much bullshit's <laughs> yeah. in it. Like exactly, okay. exactly. That's what they use all the information for. Interesting. But uh, yeah, is this in Little? What is it? Uh, in North like this Little is Rock. Like in some 
hidden warehouse. <laughs> it looks it like is. It's shit. in the middle of like the industrial zone in North Little Rock. You um, walk in, it's just full of Bunsen burners and beakers and shit everywhere. Yeah, you've got a White lot of little coats. water baths uh, boiling boiling our samples <laughs> up. Yeah. So we're boiling the ether off, and then what's left is fat. That's what she said. Yeah. Boiling the ether off. <laughs> and yet, you know, I'm a, I'm a fan of uh, the esoteric and Hunter S. Thompson and no effects. So I know that ether is a drug. <laughs> like, people have historically yeah. abused ether, and I'm just always like, I use it to start my cars when right. I was a child. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can do that with it. Or uh, in the Civil War eras, they used to uh, uh, it was used as a anesthetic, right? Anesthetic, and they would put it uh, in your butt. Is how they would administer uh-uh. it. That's it. That's a true story. In the days of Lincoln, booty they ether, were baby. giving you some booty ether. <laughs> the things you find out. One day I uh, didn't have the vent cracked, and so the stuff's boiling off, and I just like felt. Hot. Oh, shit. And I'm just like, oh, shit. And my friend's just laughing about it, you know. But then once it's, like, time to go to lunch, I'm like, I You're feel drunk. Yeah. I'm like, you know, driving drunk almost. And I'm just like, well, we're going to explain this. Doritos. Right. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah, uh, so I did a lot of research and found uh, out that little factoid about in the Civil War era. Uh, they realized if they boof it, it's a way better anesthetic. Everything's just better in the boof, baby. Putting it on a rag and covering their face. You can just pour it right up their ass. <laughs> you know? They walked so we could run. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, with science. Yeah, yeah, there was yeah. a lot of tinkering that went down. Dude, it's that way with music, dude, too. Like, think old. of the first... Uh, who did Eddie Van Halen think of his, like, tap techniques from? Surely some old school guy was, Surely. like, doing that. Probably some blues guy. Yeah. He went to Memphis one time and was like, what is he doing oh, now? And so, boom, street. he just steals it. I they mean, always go to Memphis to steal it. Yeah, that's our move right there. That is the move. It's a little thievy. Shout out to Elvis. Are y'all Elvis fans? I mean, like, I'm a super Elvis fan. It's, he's fine. I had really old I've, parents. I've been to where the Sun Studios. Have you ever been to Sun Studios? In uh, I have not, actually. Uh, you want to have your life fucking yeah. changed? It's where distortion was invented, just mm-hmm. so you know. It's unbelievable. Yeah, explain I, that to me. Well, how, the best like, that you know it. Like a baby. How did distortion get invented? So it was a prisoner, a black prisoner's. And they would take them on tour, and they were musicians. Okay. And they were at Sun Studio. Well, no, they were trying to play a show, and their amp ripped. Okay. And so they took it there, and the owner was like, I mean, I, you know, I'll try to help. And what they did was stuff like newspaper and okay. straw. And they have the amp. Wow. It's there. And it's you got a big, a big rip in the speaker. And so it made this buzzing sound with all that stuff, because basically they tried to just push it mm-hmm. with stuff to push it back together. And... It made a buzzing sound. They recorded with it, and they play you the song in the room while right. you're there. And does it just sound like? Just it's just no. Rattling. It's just like a. You can barely hear it, dude. Because <laughs> of the technique. I mean, they literally had right. a microphone in a room, and you're in the room, by the way. Right. Where this? You're where down. it happened, mm-hmm. and it's just, dude. I was fucking. I went. I've been there twice. I was the first time uncontrollably crying, weeping. I. They love show it. you. Johnny Cash's first recording ever. They show you Elvis's first recording ever. Both happened there. Like, all of it happened in these places. And what's crazy, when you learn, like, the process of yesterday and, like, what we do now are so fucking similar, they would cut a record right there in the studio. They have the machine. You can see it. And they would take it across the street 
was the radio DJ. So right across the street. Elvis would be like, they would take the motherfucker off, walk across the fucking street, put it on a thing and be like, this is a brand new song from Elvis Presley. And you would play it seven minutes. Now you can do that in a box on your, on your fucking desk. That's true. And, and I'm, I'm the it's king the of that. Thing. I love doing that. So you they do. walked so we can run. You it, know? Will change, it will change everything you know Like about. without that uh, discovering of distortion, you Everyone wouldn't have the go. heaviest metal that we right. listen to and that the scene is so it's, engrossed in. You wouldn't have that without and there's like arguments, uh, this prison band. And there's like arguments stuff of in this. So like who did it? Some people right. say it was Jimi Hendrix turning up his amp too loud. Uh-huh. But a little I, bit of all of it. Everybody tried to throw it in the trash. Right. They're like, this sound sucks. Exactly. And people kept saying, no, there's something ama- about it. It's amazing. And you listen and you're just like, man, what the fuck? This is so cool. And like, I've always heard, I I heard a different story. Now, I'm a little so older historical. too, but my, so you believe everything your dad says when you're my age. Well, well and he told me that. That's uh, where all your facts came from. What, Marty Rock. Yeah, we didn't have Google. You just had your dad. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, Santa's real. Right. You know, fucking. He had a. Uh, uh, this theory Turn that Marty Robbins had the shit. first <laughs> right, but that uh, Marty Robbins uh, guitarist had the first distortion ever. Mm. So I'm definitely wondering, but that I've seen that in a documentary. What you just said, yeah. but at any rate, but have you, you heard that there. track with Marty Robbins? It like it's <laughs> so weird. Like the sound on this guitar solo almost sounds like a bass that's just really overridden, and it Good. is funky for its but, time. You're and, just and, like whoa, and it could be. That's, right. that, there's an argument, you know. There's like this open argument. Mm-hmm. As to I wonder who if did Marty Robbins' records ever mentioned in that. It's at least an early uh, right. uh, example of distortion. But everything they have, they have, they have one of Elvis's like guitars and stuff. You know, it's like everything's the whole thing's a museum. But here's what's fucking crazy: they've reopened the original studio. Yeah. So where all of these mega fucking hits were made, you can go. You right now go book it. Spend a bucks, little money. It's cheaper than fuck, dude. Oh, yeah. You would not believe how cheap it is. Well, because they're wanting to do the one mic technique, it's, it's right? It's a one take technique. No, it's not one mic anymore, but, but one it is one take. take. Hell, yeah. You can go there and just play and have a fucking record that was made at Sun Studios in the same room. Kurt, we're going to teach you to play bass. He's going to hop on drums. <laughs> I'm going to play my best Elvis. Kurt, play bass. Oh, hell, yeah. yeah. Kurt, you ever been in any bands he around was. here? Not He's around like, here. no. He was in a band. There's proof well, of it. I love that. I, that is the mystery deepens on the old Kurt Lunsford deepens. over here. Hey, you just dig deep enough in that hard drive, you'll find it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Josh Duggar said. Uh-huh. Oh, no. oh, wait, wait. Is that the with the thousand it's children? <laughs> 37,000 kids and counting. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of children. 37,000 is quite a few. I'm not gonna lie, I forgot that was a cider. Yeah, that fucked it me ca- up. It tastes like uh, apple juice or something. It's a Stella. Nice. I, it's a really good. I didn't even know that was a thing till my so wife started working at uh, Edwards, and so they kind of have different shit that Edwards most stores don't have. Oh, and uh, yeah, she started bringing these home. Isaac Brock from they Modest Mouse swears shows. by drinking ciders. He okay. says it doesn't cause hangovers. But we're drinking a nice little amber over here. So we'll, hopefully we'll get enough of a I hangover mixed with no hangover. I didn't even know what that was. I said surprise me, and that's why I, I love got, it. So. Well, hey, salud, cheers. Salud, cheers, yeah. So how long Cider. does it take to make a record that's 104 mm. tracks long? Well, like I said, some of the sessions were from even 2002, 2003. Oh, so you can't really quantify like the length but, of time. But, uh, I mean, it all, all the work kind of went down in 2020 and 2021. About and a year. 
Yeah, uh, I released the first one, and honestly, was just still so hungry for it. Had a lot of stuff. You could only upload 50 tracks at a time to CD Baby. So I uh, broke it up into two pieces. Nice. And uh, and yeah, released the second one, kind of surprise release after you know doing yeah. stuff like this, trying to get a little the press hitting the press junk press run, yeah. And uh, so the second one I surprise released, and, and henceforth it kind of got a little bit less recognition, but still uh, I think some of the best songs we've ever put out is uh, definitely on that record. Isn't it cool that you can have a press run at this at this? It is at, at this, this level. level. Yes, without stuff like this, like it, you yeah. really would just kind of be releasing out into the void. And uh, for me, like. If, you know those hundred people listen Absolutely. to it like I, it's worth it to me sure uh, a lot of people go play a show for 10 people and are super sad about it but ah. i'm the opposite i'm like yeah. i can't believe 10 people came and knew that's, every word to my song me. and i like the, right the, the first the one person gets the same as the one thousand right. person exactly. like sometimes you'll it's have the way i try to roll because sometimes you might have a hundred two hundred who you know uh -huh. whatever or you might get on lucky and get on some fest and be some opener in front of like right. five thousand people. Well, you gotta pay your dues, and uh, you gotta in, at our level, you gotta consistently pay your dues. Like every year, like hey, remember who we are? Going about twenty five years of dues right, right now. <laughs> if dues pay the bills, we'd be yeah, they do. million. We'd own we'd own X, formerly known as Twitter. <laughs> But yeah, you know, it's it's hard. You got to really uh you got to be devoted to it. It's just got to kind of seep out of you too like writing songs. You got to be that nervous energy kind of guy who yeah. just is always writing or you know, you'll dry up after a little while. I think it's, just, really kinda, I think it's just like your heart. Mm -hmm. It's for me to be all mushy-gushy. It's just I can't not do it. Mm -hmm. There's no life where I'm not just going to do it anyway for free right. even if it's in my bedroom. If all this everything right. goes away, I get no fucking friends and I'm just some you're still going to be Bum. uploading the shit to That's YouTube. It. Yeah. Or, I mean, all you got to do is just, like I said, that CD Baby website. Like, it distributes everywhere. I yeah, get, like, 75 kid. bucks uh, twice a year, a year from it, you yeah. know? Well, I'm saying I get receive oh, $75 back. Uh, about every six months or so. Not bad. So you know, you know, and uh, that's that's for having all what, seven tonight, all, all seven <laughs> records out, and uh, also we've released an album of Morning View. I don't know if you know that band, but Morning I used to. View. I love the song with, from Incubus. Right, I know <laughs> it created zero confusion for us. I'm at sure all. it did. Uh, but yeah, with Limwood Polk, shout out. I hadn't talked to you in a while, Limwood. What's up? Uh, Hi, Linwood. But yeah, he's living out in California. We released his record, uh, I guess, four or five years ago, or his EP. Okay. Um, well, I can't even remember the name of it. But you know, with all eight of those together, about every six months, 75 buck payment. And I mean, that's about the best that you can do in the streaming method uh, at our level. Like, I think someone's stream farming it. I'm just like, where's these 598 TikToks? <laughs> Someone used our song. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. they somebody has to be stream farming Some somewhere. Bot got a hold of it, but isn't that right. the best thing you could hope for? Well, I think that CD Baby is literally they because they get half of, they get or I want to say it's half of whatever so you it's make. Their best interest to, to send stream shit farm out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah, I guess to send it out. <laughs> Maybe I'm just really cynical, but I'm like, <laughs> there ain't no damn way that every two it's months there's 598 like plays of some you know one of those 50 tracks. That right. I didn't even promote, but it's on TikTok and getting views. I mean, like, I mean, weirder things have happened, but I don't you, believe it. I the, think they make money off of it, so they're like, "Let's stream for you." This. Just don't know what's gonna work. You yeah. really can't. That's true. My favorite song ever is not the song that is the one everybody. Right. Likes. It's never gonna be that way. I'm kind of cursed with that. Like the one yeah. song that I uh, 
do feel like started us. I feel the need to play it at every show. And every show I'm like, man, I'm getting old. Like when I play that song, I'm like, woo, this is a lot harder than when I was 18. <laughs> it's just tough. That's, um, that's so many songs. Right. <clears throat> and I'm stupid and <clears throat> I'm trying to write harder things, but I do have a mission. I had a dream. I have a lot of dreams about music. Yeah. I had one. Where I'm going to write a song for my band, Lame Johnny, using Lame just, Johnny. What a band. It's so good. I love that fucking band. Hell I'm yeah. a fan of my own band. That's right. The one. It's so fucking fun. You I don't do it. you play drums in Lame Johnny too? No, or no, guitar and sing. That's what I thought. Okay. I want to do a song where it's just the open strings. Okay. The whole song. I and you're saying find, tune to standard, but just yeah. I want to find a way to manipulate. G-B-E. I can use manipulation, but no corded notes. And I want to make a whole ass song like that. I love that. Well, hey, Metallica did it once. Uh, the, the intro, the intro yeah, at least. Man. So, hey, you got he he walked, so you can run. It's baby. like the first song everyone learns ever. Uh, yeah, I've accident. even taught it to my son before, yeah. and he's just like, Psh, I'm my, my next Steve Vai. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, go to that show, that Steve Vai show. No, I don't go to anything. I, I don't. I I'm, vicariously live through y'all going to shows, and just can't I, wait until I, my mind and my child allow me to. I, I really that, do a lot of yeah. house sitting. Uh, and it's beautiful. Well, you got a kid, but man. It's yeah, different. it's different. You got, any, young, you got any children? And for sure, when he's like eight to ten, you'll start. I really want yeah. to. Uh, it's just so hard too. Just with the for the first time ever working this forty hour a week grind, you see why mm-hmm. your dad like fell asleep sitting mm-hmm. in the chair and stuff. You're like, right oh, that, he was up at five a.m. Right after day. that microwaved meal, yeah. <laughs> Poor bastard. Right. Yeah, I do a lot of the cooking and stuff, too. Shout and out just, to 80s, early 90s yeah. dads, man. What's they up, had dads? it fucking terrible. <laughs> oh, honey, I made dinner. It's Salisbury steak again. Right. Here's your tray. You know, ultimately. Fucking prison food. My dad was kind of the. Right. That's fair. Uh, my parents. Now you can live outside and eat chicken. <laughs> my parents wound up losing uh, three different houses as I was growing up. Like So to me, I was like, American dream. Like This is the American scheme, your dude. L- L- they tr- attempted to buy sure. and got foreclosed on three different houses. Now, granted, Damn. my mom uh, sold cars, so it's like I, you, it's the I feast not, and the famine with that crap, you know? It, it really is. I thought you were going to say something so different. So, poo, uh, used cars. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and sometimes times were tough. Yes, you got to uh, do what you got to do, man. But, like, no you shame. know, she would, she would really be making a lot of money sometimes and others oh, for sure. making none. My dad at the same time was, uh, you know, a well-meaning guy, but just couldn't really hold down a job. This is not his forte. Kind of bled. I thought that that was my curse. I thought that that really bled into me, especially, you know, until recently getting this full-time job. I've just never been able to really do it. Like, maybe I've went out and done uh, shows and played. Yeah, I'm 37. Yeah, so you got the, you know, things calm down. Yeah, they once, really do. Once you really realize that you ain't got to drink every single night, it's easy to wake hey, up at five a.m. Cheers, every day. mate. Cheers, mate. <laughs> Tomorrow might be tough, but today won't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when you're young, you're just like, <laughs> cut. <laughs> like I'm calling in today, and one time it's just the last time. But when you got a child, uh, you know, you hell or high that. water, you That's don't get right. to do that if you're not Kids a. Kids got to eat first, man. Right? Fuck you. But you know, it's tough. It's we all get to that point at some point. But uh, my dad it? just wouldn't uh, yeah. really hold it down. And would even like get into fist fights with his bosses and stuff like that, like oh, man. like fighting, break, like go, you, having to go to court for like ramming their t- head through computers. It's I like I told you Jesus. I wasn't gonna fucking do the dishes, Frank. <laughs> right. Those are the break room dishes. That is not my fault. 
<laughs> he was just definitely the kind of guy who uh, wouldn't take any shit. They, I think that uh, we're over that. I think like me and the your way, dad I, would be good friends, man. <laughs> he's still around, you know. He's a good dude, and still, like, if somebody's talking the dude. shit to him or gets in his face, boom, what's he's the knocking him out. Reason you ever quit? Mine. Yeah, what's yours? Was they wouldn't let me go to band practice. I had band practice. I was like, I told you, I was like, every Thursday, I can't stay late. I don't know what you're saying. And then they were like, well, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, deuces. And just right. walked away. And What's I went the and had band practice. It was me. fucking awesome. I, uh, I guess maybe I didn't hear it my father's disease because uh, once I tried to fist fight a guy at Barnes & Noble. So that's, that's probably my <laughs> craziest. Working there? I was working there. I was the cashier. <laughs> And, uh, was it a customer? and it was kind of weird. It was a customer. That's fair. Like, and we were, it was the mask times. And so we were both mask people. So you thought we were like on the same team. Like I had my mask, he had his mask, but we had decided to quit carrying bags for whatever reason. And he only bought one book and I just handed him his book and put the receipt in. And I'm like, here you go. Uh, here's your purchase. Have a great day. And he's like, um, I need a bag for this. And I'm like, well, the only bags we have are these. And he was like, how much is it? And I'm like, $16. And, of Ugh. course, he didn't want that. So he's mad at me for all this stuff. <laughs> so he just stands there scowling at me. I just like, he's just got the one book. So I'm just like, hopefully this asshole just walks away <laughs> and leaves. But he's just scowling at me. So I check out more and more people. And he's like, you need to let your manager know that I don't appreciate us not having bags uh. unless it's $16. And I'm like, I'll make sure I let Mr. Barnes and Mr. Noble know ASAP, sir. <laughs> oh, and so then yep. <laughs> he was just ready for blood, and then he's just really scowling. And I, I don't know. It just made me so upset. I was like, if you want to take this outside, we can go fight right now. Like, this is not anything to do with me. I don't, I'm don't. i not the bag orderer. This is an insane problem. And at any have. rate, it, it spiraled into me uh, getting fired from Barnes & Noble after working there for like eight oh. years or so. Oh, that but sucks. I did say, hey, you want to take this outside? You want to fight? And uh, I mean, that's so? my bad. That's why Shame a, on me. Dude, that's why I'd be a dope-ass boss. He'd be like, oh, Henry wants to take this to the streets? Let's go, Henry. I'd be right behind you, dude. Man, Let's I go. really, I had Fuck some good friends clown. there, and uh, it's really sad that we wound up parting ways and not seeing each other every day. But I recently went back in, kind of embarrassed, like, this was kind of a new boss that mm. was working there, too. And I'm like, oh, I don't ever want to see that guy again. He fired uh-huh. me. He doesn't even work there anymore. Like I said, all these huge fears of going back into my, you know, a place I've enjoyed since I was a teenager. It is a And I, it felt good to go back in, yeah. you know. Get you a coffee. Look Get at a some coffee, look records, at some books, books. Show the show the kids some cool toys. Like, they always have real, like, oh, you know, high-end, cool neato yeah, toys. Yeah, yeah. They got the cool, like, little, what are, what are those, like, not an action figure. What the fuck is yeah. that thing, like? You put it in a box, not you don't play with it. Oh, like the collectibles, like Funko. Collectible. And, Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank they you. They do. But yeah, it's been really nice to to be able to reconcile those feelings because you just you you do something like that and you feel like you're a loser. You're like, man, I'm just mm. I'm repeating these patterns that I saw growing mm. up. I'm mm. falling into the same traps, but. To know that you can escape that kind of stuff feels pretty goddamn good. You just got to want to, man. Yep. It's a tough motherfucker, too. Like, I really think, you know, after a hard lesson like that, even going through that with somebody that I would just laugh it off or something. But in the moment, man, it was just so serious. Oh, and I'm just like, sick. It's, yeah. And like, I'm checking out little old ladies while he's scowling at me and they're and like shaking like a boil, leaf. Yes. <laughs> like, they think they're about to be in the middle of a fist fight in the Barnes and Noble. It's crazy, but I mean, we when you are doing that, you have to put up with a lot of shit from entire. Wouldn't you just walk out with your book, like when you heard, "Oh, we don't have bags." I wouldn't have given a half a fucking shit. Like, I was like, "Oh, we don't I have don't any bags." I don't want a bag. Ninety percent. Every time right. they ask me, "Do you want a bag?" I'm like, "No," because it's just going to. You intellectualize it, and then you're like, "No, I don't need a bag." I have a rule: if it'll fit in my pockets, 
I don't right. need a bag. Like a gas True. station, wherever I'm at, Walmart, doesn't matter. I mean, a book, you just you just put it under your arm, and then there you go. You, or you can just hold it in your hand. Right. You can Crazy. Just... We got these beautiful things. All <laughs> thumbs. Where you can just dunk <laughs> and grab stuff, and it's just like the coolest feature of a human, really. Right. You know? What are we, like one of two that got right. thumbs? The, the one thing that truly sets us apart yeah. from other mammals. Yeah. Right. <laughs> is that we can read books and we should be able we to carry them in one hand if it's just yeah. one. And it's not, not get, fucking hard. Not get the obviously it's, stoned on edibles guy fact, fired. You learn how to hold shit before you learn how to read. So right. it's like the first thing. A you, baby would say, oh, I don't need a bag. hold the finger, you know, yeah, right. baby. <laughs> yeah. And they would have walked out like, oh, you don't carry bags? Okay, I'm just going to carry a this A literal out. infant would not need <laughs> a bag. Well, he, he did. He needed his bag. And then shame on them for the only bag being $16.99. I mean, it. it should be a dollar. He would have paid a dollar. They were out of stock on the dollar reusable bags. Okay. But still, when still. that's all I can offer but someone. wait a minute. This thing's on Chanel? Yeah. Well, shame on him for not being schnall like and carrying his own bags, you Right. Hey, bastard. that's true. He should have went over how, to Trader Joe's how, and got a bag. How dare you not fucking do the thing all your neighbors are doing? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, you should have turned it around and be like, why didn't you bring your own bag? Uh-huh. What, you want to waste and hurt the... You just want to waste? Uh-huh. You want to you wanna litter? Huh? You want to take this bag outside and just throw it on the ground on a toddler's face? <laughs> that's what it felt like. He, I mean, he was just legit big man. That's one reason I love the science lab so much oh, is, God. and you know, obviously anywhere you're going to have disagreements, but no uh, public involved. Like we're just doing our stuff uh, behind uh, closed doors yeah. and besides dealing with our managers who have so do, much to do. They're really not up your ass. Do anyways. they know that you're a Music- yeah. musician? Now, granted, I don't know if they really understand, you know, how deep I am into it. Right. But yeah, they definitely all know, and I've snuck a couple of CDs in like the dish room, you know. Yeah, you have. So whenever they're really bored, they're like, "Who's Queen Anne's Revenge?" Uh And their 2016 album, "It's Too Late to Wonder," and you know, pop it in and like, "Oh, I guess I'll never know." But yeah, um, I've told everybody, but kind of keep it low key, especially with this album and stuff. I felt like I'd be really nervous if I was hearing everybody be like, "Hey, we checked out your album today." Like I like promoted it to everyone except for my work family. You know what I mean? Maybe my immediate office, I let listen to some of the radio interviews and stuff, and yeah. let them hear this, so they'll be hearing this then when it you know comes right. out. Uh, but yeah, they they know, but I don't think they really get you know that I've played with you know Grammy nominated acts right. and stuff. They're just like, okay, sure, like yeah. how deep it goes. Another, yeah, yeah, here's another guy you know with long hair saying he's in a band. Hmm, cool. Yeah. You know? Imagine that. Imagine oh, that. Oh, are you in a band? Oh, I did. T- I told uh, the owners once. They went to Maynard's. Hey, Justin, how's the what a, band Right, going? the band. <laughs> yeah. I went, they went to Maynard's 50th birthday celebration that he threw. Okay. Like, it was a special show. This and like Danny LA, Carey yeah. was there. Yeah, it was in okay. Los Angeles. Like, the owners are, you know, a, oh, the about, company you work about for? five years oh, older than shit. me. And so they went to that, and I almost played that with Green Jello. Like, he was... Uh, playing, you know, songs from all of his bands, and so he invites Green Jello to come. My buddy Bill is like, "Will you please come do this show with me? Like, you would love it. You'll get to meet Maynard." And I was like, "Oh my god!" Then we found out we're pregnant with our first kid, and so did oh, not go. Man. I want to say uh, that, and we wound up losing the child. I want to say maybe it was around some of that Fuck. stuff. You know what I mean? So I it's was like, smiling. now I'm right. sad. God it's, dang, man. man. It, one in every hundred and seventeen babies it's in so Arkansas about, are born stillborn. Yeah, like I don't oh, think you that actually if, had the baby. Oh, yeah, God. we had to have the baby and the Fuck. Whole, whole nine yards. 
So obviously I was not going to make that show. No. But, uh, you know, I even told them that, and they still were just like, oh, cool. Like, it's just like, who Shoot gives a came, shit? man. You missed out. Just, was, you missed out. <laughs> you really missed out. Shoot was crazy. Right. We were like, woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for your tragedy. Like Tom man. Green on Grind. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen that? No. What is it? <laughs> Grind is this skateboard mm. movie. It's got like all the CKY people. Yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. It's, I think I remember it's that. It's a setup story. Blindside's in it. Oh, okay. But. Is that a Christian band from. Blindside yeah, from uh, from Sweden. Okay, yeah. I remember a lot of people listening to them. Dude, like, Blindside circa fucking rips. Two thousand four. Yeah, yeah, basically. Battle Burning Fire. Woohoo! Hell yeah! Fucking rips, dude. They were at Furnace Fest last year. Their merch line, and I'm not fucking kidding you, was like three and a half hours long. Wow, legitimately. You had to just stand in it for three and a half you hours. Just had to be there. Man, I know that I've heard some Blindside. I oh, definitely remember no you have, that they were, on, uh, they were on the same label with Meta- Metallica's label. The fuck is that thing called? It doesn't matter. But yes, very big in the early aughts. Hell yeah. And they fucking ripped too. You should check them out. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm sure it's still all online. Like, it is. You know, I wonder how much money bands of that level are making now. You know, your, your blind now, sides, they your only Norma play like Jeans. Once and, every three years. Okay. But so like from streams, I wonder how much oh, that's really mm. equaling up to. Probably a few grand a year, I would imagine. Right. That can't be a lot. Man, and that's just too bad. Like you, you just, it, things were definitely changed. You got to be committed to it to want to keep doing it. You know. Yeah. You got to just have it these songs build the up fucking, and just have this urge. Like I have to release yeah. this. You got to be damn good at designing t-shirts now. Damn yep. good. Yeah. So it's and like I'm your not. your album is your Mona Lisa. That's right. But yet the uh, oh, it's just a commercial for your merch store. Right. That's all it is, dude. The the music it w- was here, and the 50, 60, 70, and then the merch was down here. Two thousands. And then and now it's like the music's like the fifth thing on the thing right. you better be good at. You better it's be really a fucking crazy. promoter, right? Of a, of everything, uh-huh. like a like a social media god, right? You better be damn original. Mm-hmm. It's the wildest thing. It's the wildest thing. It's really I've interesting. I've definitely heard a lot of stuff that I'm just like I don't fuck with this. It's, I mean, it's good, but it's not good. Right. It's kind of just ear trash. You know? Yeah, there's plenty of that going around, you know, just like that South Park episode. It's like, is does everything actually sound like shit, or am I just being cynical? You both. Know? I think so it's probably both. a little bit of both. And I mean, I realize I'm aging out of, right. you know, the thing that's new and popular. Like TikTok, I don't get it. I, I don't, don't even it. really know what the new thing is. TikTok? I, I, well, <laughs> right. It's, it's like just a 30-second clip. Everything. I know that on this latest thing, I had to choose all our... Uh, area that we wanted our songs to be on TikTok, like which clip we wanted mm, to use. Mm. So I tried to really put some thought into that to kind of get some overlap. Like, you know, if somebody so types in, like, I love you, uh, like they want a song that says I love you, like it'll be this clip of this one song saying I love you at that part or whatever. Ah, uh, like I they see. would let you select the 30 seconds you wanted to upload. Or maybe it's a minute or whatever. But, yeah. So, hey, maybe maybe we actually are getting those views since I'm kind of thinking and playing the game. I mean. You never know. I saw a video of a baby whose favorite song was a TikTok song. Wow. I'm like, that is powerful. And it's so weird what, like, even Ghost has had their biggest hit, their biggest platinum record has yes. come from how many views it got from a TikTok. That's the two it's metrics. It's Mary on a Cross. There's two metrics now. Mm-hmm. I, I follow a guy's Bacon Bits on oh, Instagram. Oh, okay. He's super badass. Everyone should follow this man. He's very smart. He works with a, f- a bunch of record labels. I think it's bacon bacon dot bits. I do believe is like ha- his handle. But and he's super nice. I met him at Furnace Fest last year. He was okay. fucking awesome. Uh, 
But his whole thing, he's like, Spotify, this is what labels look at. Spotify numbers, TikTok numbers. That's it. That's it. They're not looking at Apple Music or YouTube shit. Nothing. That's it. And I feel like I still hit the YouTube angle the hardest because you know, you can just immediately share your videos. I love YouTube. I'm allowed to put whatever up I need to without any red tape of like, oh, you gotta contact C D baby or distro kit. Like really at the end of the and how do I always listen to music? I'm looking it up on YouTube. Not only are they very unrestrictive, but well, for the most part, they do have some foobar stuff, but it's just they give you a separate app in the the YouTube Studio app. It's just right. all every metric you could think of, just yeah, right there. That's true. It's super intuitive. You don't have to be a fucking rocket scientist to figure out what the fuck it's telling right. you. It's just like here it is, black and white. Do better. Okay, mm-hmm. got it. Exactly. I've I've never really tried to grow our YouTube thing, but I've always tried to share y'all's things so y'all can get up to a thousand uh, subs. Have y'all got a thousand subs? Oh, we're at a thousand seventy-five. So y'all yeah. are. This is going to be making y'all money. Uh, we well, we were still get, short on hours on viewing hours, but we're a, like mm-hmm. a thousand away, maybe fifteen hundred. So for like a few, I checked it about a month. So ago, for a few years, we were maintaining that uh, that viewer hours thing. We just didn't have the subs, and yeah, now we finally. The uh, the watched hours are so few because like some of the viral videos are two or three years ago, and it's just yeah. like, man, it feels like a losing game. Hate to be bitching about YouTube on some no, that no. most people are going to watch on YouTube, but I remember well, a time when I thought just it putting it out cost. on MySpace, yeah. I was like, boom, like we made a thousand dollars for this song, and it's going to get us here. And like you know, we did we got sixty thousand plays on our friend. I was just like. Psh. Then we're going to start getting record label calls in no time. They're going to start cutting checks. And it just never it never came. But you know what has come is like opportunities like this to hang out with you guys. Right. And uh, to have y'all kind of think about, like, oh, I need to go eat and digest his art a little bit and, like, see where he's coming yeah, from. That song is absolutely. called Just Wanted to Say. Uh, and that is the song I'm talking about. We play every show because it's, like, kind of the first really big buzz that we made but then just like 20 years later you're like damn like this is hard as fuck to sing <laughs> much less like you know you keep getting new bandmates in and it's like oh they keep forgetting we the background keep vocals, getting that. and then the, the problem we've run into in the band the the, the minus war band that i'm in which has been around the longest is the stuff we wrote when we were 20 we're, it, we're not those people anymore right so we don't actually those songs are damn near meaningless at this point they're not like something we truly like. We were so about right. it, man. We were like, "Oh my god!" This I think that's one the best thing ever. And now the shit we're writing now will just—it's just fucking. We're all teary-eyed and right. adults, and we got you know. You're <laughs> feeling the, what you're yeah, singing. Yeah, you're feeling it. Well, <laughs> I wonder how bands like uh, Wake and 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 Dead Bird like how they feel about uh, you know their old stuff versus new stuff. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it's inherent to always like the new thing you're working on because that's the moment you're in. Right. Like, does a band, like Metallica with St. Anger, <laughs> that album is shit. Yeah, they hated it. Or th- they didn't hate it, but they, they didn't hate it in the moment. They There's didn't no do way. a single guitar solo on it, though. They, they must have thought anything. these things, they like. They were in drop detuning, which was like a first. They were trying to chase new metal, right? Yes. I mean, something. It's basically got to be what it is, and he got sober think, and all that stuff. You so think in the moment they were transitions because like, they had a fucking produce Bob Rock produce that fucking out. Just like a lot of really huge, you know, maybe it wasn't thrash anymore, but the huge records they put out. Yeah, but in the moment, surely they were like, "This is fucking awesome," and then everyone like, that ding 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 yeah. on the snare, and then everyone listens to it and goes, 
<laughs> oh, is this a joke? Where's you know, the real album? But I got to be honest, they still perform some of those songs live. So maybe they're just like, fuck live, you. They're way better. I, I still, will say, I've seen them a like, bunch of times. Melly and Angle, yeah. you. I mean, I can't, uh, you know. Big PA I remember really liking it until I was told, you know hey, what makes songs cool? don't fucking like this. You know and then cool? I'm like, I'm yeah. definitely not going to put my neck out on the chopping block at high school being like, I think this is such a great welcome. <laughs> just go, you just you like guitar solos. <laughs> you know, you feel like you're going to get assassinated. Or Nickelback is the same way. Like, I remember in high school, everybody loved Creed and Nickelback. Eventually, though, it's like. I don't like y'all enough to fucking uh-huh. just say, oh, my God, quit the, making fun of this band. What makes songs good is uh, pyrotechnics, lights, right, production. Right, that's it. Live, all the shit's good. Did y'all hear the old uh, San Quentin, the latest song? I mean, it's the only thing I've listened to by Nickelback off that record. But it, like, it starts out, and it's just like sounds so metal. With the metal intro? And I'm just like... What the, it's like, wrangle, wrangle. I'm like, oh, this is it. And then he's just like, a song about nothing but like, please keep me out of jail tonight. Like, what the fuck? It makes me, it made me laugh because they're self aware of the thing. Yeah. They understand. They're like, oh, y'all think we can't do heavy. Then they do, what, 20 seconds of heavy. <laughs> and and again, everyone freaks it's obviously out. an inner Sandman type yeah, thing. Yeah. Oh, boom. You know, the one bass hit. Like, it's just, it's so transparent to me. And the problem is, is what blew them up. Remember that How You Remind Me song? That's, like, emotional. It's, like, kind of talking about some deeper shit than just, like, I'm going to party till the police punches me in my dick. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and throws me into prison. I'm going to party so hard, I'm going to fucking jail. <laughs> ain't doing nothing. You're 50. Shut shit. up. <laughs> <laughs> like... I don't know. I just everybody needs to get back in touch with that emotional side of things because I think that's where the good shit is. Yeah. It's not in like the obvious caricature of like, man, I'm fucking party so hard I black out like go to jail. That's literally my other band, Shenfo, right. but we do it for. Oh, Shenfo, we do it for. I forget fun. you're a part of that band. I've heard about y'all for it feels like a really long time. Riffing, man, we just do riffs. That's all we did it for. We we literally drank a thirty pack, and we were like, we should do. A band that's just about like old school rock and roll shit. Right. And they were, and it was just me and Justin. And we were like, fuck yeah. We wrote the first song in my kitchen with my wife. Hell yeah. Just, we're just riffing. Like, trunker than fuck, just writing riffs. And we're just like, yeah, dude. And we that's went the riff maker. Went outside. Now, I still have a three beer minimum before we you start. You have to drink. Like, I have to before, drink. Three yeah, beers, I like yeah. it. It's just yeah, party perfect. shit. Right. But. But, but is y'all's music talking about nothing but that, or is it kind of drawn from other? serious, bro. It's all goofy. And we don't ask for money. We don't ask. Like, we just, like, if you want to get us something, like, a beer would be dope. Because so we don't have to pay right. for it. It's just for funsies, though. All Gotta fun. love it. Shinfo. I, when did y'all form? I feel like I've heard that band for a long what time. That, that would have been, so, oh, it's been, like, seven years. When, seven years? Okay. Seven years. Shinfo. Like 18? 17? Somewhere Okay. There? Well, I definitely remember seeing stuff about Shinfo performing here and there and seeing well, we live video footage. At okay. The Zash Bash. The Zash Bash. Where's that going to be at? Cersei. Okay. The venue's dope as fuck. It's outside. It's okay. Like in between two buildings. But they have these white rafters that one goes this way, one goes this way. There's like light bulbs all over it. It's kind of like where you would get married. Yeah. <laughs> versus where you'd have a metal show. <clears throat> but. It's a bunch of dope-ass bands, and it's a Halloween show. So if you live in Cersei... Yeah, if y'all live in Cersei and you're listening fuck, to this, what day is it going to be at? The October 20th. October 20th. Costumes. 
Hell yeah. yeah. I'm going to a wedding uh, in October where costumes are recommended. And I'm like, no hell shit. yeah. I'm going to just dress up goth as fuck. Like, it's just going to be That's a goth fun. wedding. It'll be like a Tim you Burton do, movie. Like, your whole face? Do yeah. The fucking, the fucking I don't, I'm, I'm going to be something creepy. I'm making sure. I don't know what it's going to be yet. <laughs> but I just feel like, you know, maybe even some contacts, like some Marilyn Manson, oh, like spooky shit. eyes. Dude, so, like oh. the dude from the Church of Satan. Like, I got to go big or go home, you know? You got stuff like that? I want to get some stuff oh, like that. Oh, you want to get some stuff? Okay. Well, they, you got we, that forty-hour-a-week job. Yeah, now well, yeah, now we can afford it. <laughs> I uh, definitely went to Spirit Halloween yesterday and tried to look for some cool shit because that's just is a, that open already. It is. Oh, that they, they open in like July. Sure. They are ready. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> if your business is closed up, or uh-huh. maybe even just your house foreclosed Rent upon, it to they them. might be renting uh, Spirit Halloween soon. <laughs> I worked there once too, man. I got the most gnarly sunburn. Just hanging outside, like waving the sign. Oh, okay. And dude, it was just so. I, I had blisters that were like filling up the next day. They're like, Ugh. you gonna go back out? And I'm like, I'm so sunburned. Like, and I showed it to them, and they're like, well, you, this is what we hired you for. You gotta go out sunscreen. there. Sunscreen. I know. I even wore some. It was just, I mean, eight hours out in the sun, just fucking cakes my pasty you, ass. And they're just like, up. you gotta go. And so finally, I talked, they told me I could wear uh, a Stay Puft Marshmallow Man yeah. thing. So I didn't burn. <laughs> But then it was just a thousand degrees, and that I mean, it was just so horrible. And then they Here, they fired me when foam. when I tried to tell them, oh, I got hired at Barnes and Noble full time. This is when we had our first uh, kid on the way, who, like I said, she mm. passed away. But uh, I got hired at Barnes and Noble, and they didn't understand that I wanted them to work around Barnes and Noble schedule. I'm like, this is a forever job. Like y'all are gonna be gone November first, like like, literally. <laughs> <laughs> there's like, look. I know you want to work at both places, but you had our job first. And we got to just put out this schedule. You shouldn't be making this work around them. I'm just like, who That's wouldn't weird. you? Okay. Yeah. I guess weird. I won't have two jobs then. God. <laughs> oh, sucks for me. <laughs> yeah. Man, those were the days, though, like paying $400 to split a place with some people. Like, yep. that just seems so easy these days. You got to just keep your nose at the grindstone. When your biggest problem was who's getting what room. Right. I want the big room. What I wouldn't give to have those issues again. I would live in the Way smallest simpler. little place right. for less Bro, money. I'm sleeping in the closet and you know, for $180. I've got a really, <laughs> I, our house is falling apart a little bit. It's like not perfect. It's but an it's older like, home, right? Uh, kind of, but it's only seven twenty-five a month, and it's just crazy. I got a band room and like the whole thing. Fucking and, shout out to it. I'll live uh, in the dirt for that cheap. We got a really awesome landlord. Like most there landlords you know. are kind of dickwads, but this guy's just cool and kind of knows what he's got and knows it's not that good insulated. So in the summertime, you're going to have a $450 light bill. Sorry about so, the electric right. bill. Right. So let's just make it $400 less than any other place for three room, yeah. rooms. Whoa. But man, whoever the first That's person to do that was, uh, like to be like, Oh, let's t- let's charge them twelve hundred dollars for a three. They're just doubling house. their mortgages. Yeah, that's yeah, true. That's all they're doing at the end of the day. But man, it's just so crazy. I just it's they're kind of like pricing poor people out of being able to just survive and live. You I know? mean, yep, they Sad. really are. It is Sad times. <laughs> Hell yeah! Good thing I know how to live in the woods. Right? Yeah, I definitely am always thinking like if shit just really hits the fan. Having decent credit, buy a tiny home. Like just go Get, it, like it. and pay that's it off you every need, month. That's and, all you, need. you know, upkeep. My brother did it's it. small, uh, so you're not really having to repair a lot. You're able to keep your eyes on everything that messes up a, in real uh, time. A big camper. Oh, it's the size of an apartment. Boom, it's like dude. Square feet. I mean, it's ridiculously huge. It's big enough. And 
it's got all these pop outs and shit and it's like 500 bucks a month and it's brand new that's awesome Dude, the fu- and this thing is wicked the fucking trim in this thing lights up so the whole thing <laughs> it's a real kinda, shagging well, wagon no at night it just kind of glows like the thing's right. on but you're just kind of you can just kind of see in the dark vibe i it's love wicked. it yeah well you know ultimately i think that might be the future like we got to figure something out or uh you know i mean they're pricing uh, us out one especially being able to <laughs> just uh, stacking up mobile homes like yeah. you know, i just lucked into this 40 hour a week job but it is really tough like i'm i'm unable to do music as much as i used That's to right. i was wondering how is that going kind of just choose being a little more selective you used and, to be uh, like the bar guy like playing every single so show. every weekend that was how i was making yeah. my bread and butter and now i don't have to do that it's a little bit more of a, a structured kind of deal but you know you you really do miss it because uh, oh, yeah. like you you kind of get that warped up in your identity, but I think I'm finally to the point where I'm like I'm just choosing the big things, waiting until I have paid time off to be able to go and do a little right. tour and kind of able to chase my heart more than my uh, wallet. And I don't think I really realized that would be the case. You know, I right. thought that um, starting to do this would just kill my creativity, but instead it's making me when I do have the time to do it, like making it count. Right, but right. Uh, because before you know, yeah, we would do the the cover bar, you know, working the dueling pianos yeah. circuit, and uh, we still do that to some extent. Like me and Charlie, our other uh, pianist, will like twice a year go down and do this Louisiana tour that pays us like you know eleven hundred bucks a night, and Damn. so we get to do four days in a row of that. And so I'm just, just keeping my piano bars. Well, no, they ain't even piano bars. We just show up and we bring the piano bar. Oh shit! And uh, you know, just bringing two people that can play requests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, and you know, they it's able to really pay the pay the bill and get us a hotel and bring the family and Christmas money too. Yeah, hey, no shit. <laughs> so so things like that, and uh, and then just trying to find the right. Uh, original shows to do where everybody's on board and know that you're probably not going to make a whole shit ton of money, but it's going to be satisfying. Right. So it's, it's been kind of nice to transition to that a little more, but still at the end of the day, I, I do wish that I was just still doing that every weekend. weekend. Yeah. But it's, uh, it's definitely one of those things where quality has come over quantity. I feel like I'm really Mm -hmm. OCD. So for the longest time I was just like, if I'm not doing 72 yes. shows a year, then am I even a musician? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I've been able to realize, like, the real bread and butter is that Mona Lisa that ain't paying nothing anymore, but it's the art. It's That's your right. soul getting exposed to the world. Just soak yourself into you're it. You're getting to kind of send yourself into a philosophy kind of stance and shoot it out to the people and yeah. see what they think about it. You know? And you get to take longer with the shit, so it's always better, I feel like, the longer yeah. you wait. Longer you let an album it's marinate. Like the first album is always the best album. There's a reason. They yeah, that is true. Years. They took seven years to write. Or maybe record. even twenty. You know, maybe. I'm trying to think. I I definitely know uh, our first record, "Cartoons Can't Get Cancer," came out in 2006, Did and you? it was bands <laughs> like I, there were songs Cartoon. from every four or five bands that I'd been in that made it to that record. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like all this marinating and recording the shitty demo and recording the second shitty uh, demo and then a third shitty demo <laughs> like and then you a fourth and oh now here's the Ready? album version. Big things coming soon. Big right. things coming soon. The third shitty demo. <laughs> Can you believe it? Big things. Can you believe it? <laughs> what was your first band? What was the name of that band? It's called Zero. Well, technically Zero. It, well, technically my first band didn't have a name, so it was it was only a two week thing. It was around for two weeks, and I was the vocalist. Okay. Uh, yeah, and it was. God awful. You still do, you you're the vocalist of Lame Johnny, Lame right? Johnny. That's Is that it. the only band you're in right now that you That's sing? That's vocals, yeah. Sing scream. You got to sing more than scream with Lame Johnny though, right? 
It's like a yell. <laughs> Melody. It's a like, is that punk rock hollering? Hollering, yeah. Hollering. That's what we call it here in Arkansas. There's some screams at the end of the song. Like, as a song, every, it's a lot of building. So you build a lot. And then at the right. end, you're fucking, ah, you know, you're screaming your head off. Who's y'all's drummer? Justin Cole. Oh, okay, Justin Cole. Yeah, still Justin. Oh, yeah. He's a bad motherfucker. That's awesome. Yeah. He's too good. He's lefty, too. So he gets to play his own drums everywhere he goes. <laughs> My son's left handed. And man, it's just so crazy. Sometimes he does some riffs like this, and other times he does other riffs like this. And it's Have like, you put him on a record yet? Uh, Yeah. Not yeah. really to a full extent, like, like, like where a, he's just like playing like the whole release, thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he's definitely done vocals on uh, Nature's Creatures Volume Two, no sh- and Nature's Creatures One Two. Yeah, but we the thing that we did for Nature's Creatures Volume Two, he had heard this other demo that he had done so much that I was like, "Can you recreate what you did?" And he's like, "Oh yeah." So like, you know, I like give him the headphones, give him the mic, and everything, and he's that. like, "I'm so happy on this song called Iggy." But yeah, I love that. He's he's definitely been on there, and you know, on the last record, uh, Knife Play that we just put out, yeah, he was gonna have a song on there, but kind of just cut it due to time. My friend Mike uh, Rayleigh, I think y'all have had him on the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he came over one day and he just, just released a new song too. He did, to yeah. yeah uh, avoid too. the void. Yeah, avoid the void. This whole album he's doing right now is strictly piano. I can't wait till ultimately that guy moves back to Arkansas because I'm gonna <laughs> play a lot of music with him. I don't know if he even has plans for that, but in my head, I'm dreaming of this all the time. I don't know if he does or not. I don't think he really wants to, but he also, you know, he's kind of a globe traveler, so I don't. He doesn't mind uh, getting a ticket down here and flying in and doing some shows and stuff. But uh, yeah, when I just, it's just so crazy. I'm just like, dude, dude shreds, dude plays piano and he sings. Like, I just, I want to work with this guy like every day. I play bass in the Mike Riley live shows at least around here. You know. but yeah, he's he's absolutely amazing. But he had this uh, thing he wanted to share with me because I was trying to get the usual like really long album. And I'm like, it's going to be two hours. It's not going to be four and a half hours, but it's going to be two hours. <laughs> like Tom Green or something. <laughs> you didn't hear the funny sound of the hoot. And he's just like, have you ever thought about like releasing a shorter album? And I'm like, like 45 minutes. I'm like, well, damn. I'm like, you know, the first the first four albums were that way. Like, I don't have to live up to this big <coughs> thing. And we had just gotten a puppy. And uh, yeah, him him saying that, I was like, you know what? I'm going to record one more song for this record, and then I'm releasing it as it is. There he was go. just like, every once in a while, you gotta, uh, you got to, whatever your inclination to do, do the opposite and see how it works out. Start just yeah. doing singles, man. Every time you finish one, just put the fucking thing out. Yeah. Make a video, put it out. Thing is, though, it's, uh, I mean, it's only nine bucks, but it's nine bucks every time I duplicate through CD Baby. Oh, okay. So I try, I do think I'm going to keep with the long form LP kind of album. Yeah thing going on yeah just to keep the cost down but at the end of the day i'm really glad that he released that to me he was like that knowledge just really made me instead of stressing like i was still trying to record eight or nine more songs and still hit the september 1st release date oh which honestly it could have really worked out i mean it's not like it's needing to be written and stuff but i we had just gotten this puppy and i'll never forget just feeling this uh relief of like Oh, I don't have to record eight songs while you're yeah. chewing up my mic cords. I can just play with this dog. <laughs> I can just raise this dog up and get it to quit pissing in my floor every four yeah, seconds. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, I'm going down the road uh, recently, and uh, I see a squirrel running in the middle of the road, and I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm definitely going to hit that squirrel. It's running like it's got rabies or something. Then it just goes in the other lane. No cars are swerving around it, but somehow it's still not gotten hit, and it runs back into my lane. You know, I'm just on my way to work like 6.30 in the morning. Then I'm like, that's got to be a chipmunk or something. Like, that's a different color than a squirrel. And then as I get closer, I'm like, 
that's a little puppy, little like puppy. A tiny, like fitting in my hand size like just puppy. Just got born, kind of shit. Maybe like three weeks, four weeks. That's Definitely, young, it, man. she shouldn't have been off her mama's tit, is what right. it felt like. Damn. But so I scoop her up and I take her back home and I put her in a little makeshift kennel. Uh, and soon my wife a text message. I'm like, oh, since you're off today, trying to figure out what to do with this puppy. I didn't want her to die. And she sends me a text. She's like, you are coming home right now, mister. <laughs> so, I, so I go to work, and I'm like, look, my wife's pissed, but I called a puppy and a rescue. I'm sure they're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm just like talking. So, and they're just like, just go do what you need to do and maybe stay late today to make up the time. Anyways, uh, we wound up keeping her in our life. But, uh, but yeah, as I'm recording this last song uh, called The Man in the Lower Left-Hand Corner of the Photograph, she was just like biting my feet. And then she fell asleep. What kind of dog? Feet. Do you know what kind of dog it is? Uh, like a full bred pit bull. <laughs> like, oh shit! <laughs> Bitey. We almost named her Bitey because that's like all she does. <laughs> now, uh, then my son said Andrea, and so we're gonna we're gonna stick with Andrea. Andrea's Just, good. You know, Bitey might be a self fulfilling prophecy kind of yeah, thing. Or street, street, street. That Found I mean, that's good. Street. That is real. We Come found this girl in the street. Yeah. Here's street. But it's not uh, a bad dog name, really. But at the end of the day, uh, just. Him giving me that wisdom and then her being in my life and me realizing I need to wrap this up so that I can, you know, really train this dog and, yeah, yeah. and make everything happen. I think it really made for a spicier album. And it's still an hour and one minute or something. Like it's still uh, that's a long way album. too fucking yeah, long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I really take two songs off of that. It was going to be so much longer. And without the wisdom of him and that puppy coming into my life, I really wouldn't have done that. It might have even been, you know, I really tried to get this album out by September first, but it didn't uh, work. Yeah. And uh, sorry, so, the big things aren't right, coming, y'all. Right, <laughs> big things aren't coming after all, you guys. Clickety clack, enter. But yeah, as time as time has worn on, I, I think <laughs> so it's just perfect. Funny. <laughs> it's really uh, interesting album because it uh, it has my first instrumentals I've ever put on a record, hmm. and so three, uh, I guess. Uh, four of the songs are just really long classical segues. Nice. And I've never been able to do that before. It's kind of the piano Queen Anne's album. Like, I've always done the dueling piano thing, but right. kept it kind of metal in the studio or whatever. But as time has worn on, I've always wanted to make a piano album and kind of inadvertently did that uh, with these segues into each song. That's what's up. It's kind of more Beethoven than Lamb of God or some shit. <laughs> You know, I'm sure they were inspired by Beethoven, Right, too. you know, at the end of the day. Hey, classical music's good. Mm-hmm. I love it. For sure. I love sitting back. Jazz is probably my favorite, though, as far as instrumental goes. Mm-hmm. I love I just love the chords jazz. and some jazz. <sighs> playing the weird thing, playing the unexpected. Dude, a bath and some jazz? Get the fuck out of here. Jazz bath. Ja- yeah, jazz bath, man. Put some lavender in that motherfucker. Ooh. Some seventh Turn chords. Turn the lights off and just Some augmented melt. nights. God damn. Damn. Mm. How about Laura Jane Grace right here in this picture? Shout out Kurt. She she done cut companies. her hair off. I can't believe that Against Me is allegedly done. That's weird. I mean, Hopefully they get back together. Like I, I got to say, that's like my favorite band of all time. If I had to choose a favorite band, it would definitely be them and just what she's written. Yeah. Um, She's like definitely a Bob Dylan of our generation, you know. Hmm. You ever listen to much against me? I know Kurt I did is a like a super ago duper fan. When they were first you know, really they blowing, would come and play Juanitas. Oh and, hell yeah! yeah. I've yeah, seen was, them. I've seen them. A couple same of here. Times. I want to say I've seen them six times. It. Yeah, like you know, first time just at a Juanita show, and then 
Saw him at uh, opening for Foo Fighters and Jimmy Eat World when I lived in Florida. Like they were like playing the big stage, and then what kind a of started fucking show. Golly, I know it really was. And you know, it's when uh, New Wave it just came out. It was their major label debut. So they really thought they were about to blow, and and I mean they did blow up, but just in a, a different way. Yeah, in they a different did for a way. Minute. They had a they had a, a good run. I really wonder if uh, her coming out as transgender and stuff didn't really hurt their ascent into the next thing because you know no. so many people are just so that's just an immediate like, no i'm not i'm not into that yeah but so and many she wrote are, so many great lyrics about know. that yeah. just like being like you know just lampooning the people who don't get it or understand right, that right. sort of thing it's, it's, it's hard to tell with shit like that because it it's is like, i didn't see i didn't see a lot of hate for it but then again i'm well, not that's good. that much so yeah. it's not like I'm on, and I'm definitely not on the apps where the maybe her lives. demographic was already people who are obviously you know punk rock and going to sure. be accepting of something like that. But yeah, at the end of the day, I, I it was just beautiful to see them transition into that, and then write albums about this, and then their last album wound up being not political at all, not really addressing any mm-hmm. of the transgender issues either, and just kind of being like a breakup album. She and her wife got divorced and. And it's just uh, a rough the love tracks, album. Yeah, the anti-love tracks. The, Have you listened to that, Kurt? <laughs> what, what's kinda, it called? Shape shift with me. Is you kind of revert. Album. You kind of revert back to like your high school angsty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought she loved me. Right. <laughs> you know. I think that uh, the the dish is that this is in her email. book is that she, uh, the Laura Jane's ex-wife, was mm-hmm. with somebody from the Alkaline Trio camp. This and, is what you were talking about earlier. And then they is like, oh, we got to move back to Chicago. Let's go to Chicago. You know, they're living in St. Augustine, Florida, which is Laura, Grain, Laura Jane Grace's stomping grounds. Moved to Chicago, and she's seeing the dude on the slot. And so mm. it's just, like, heartbreaking. Like, you know, she's That's getting cheated on. They yeah. moved to Chicago so that his to partner could maybe – Maybe that was the reason for moving to Chicago, or <laughs> maybe it just happened. Listen, I need to fuck more or something. Oh. Like, I don't like you and more. And so, man, I, like That's that album brutal. is brutal. I mean, it's just – it's man, You what, made me move to Chicago. The so song Shape Shift With Me is just all Ooh. about all that, and it's just – it's brutal, dude. That's brutal. And, God uh, dang. And then I guess that if, you know, they don't get back together, that'll be their last album. It's so good. I mean, at least that heartache really brings it out of you, know. If you get on a high note, though, I mean, yeah, hey, that's true. So many bands put out a really shitty last album. <laughs> I hope I'm not on that level yet. <laughs> Only time will tell. Just uh, stop writing records. If you, if you're, if you're for sure this one's great, stop. What is the deal? I've heard uh, Billy Joel and the Beatles like they both had this like ten song album thing where they're just going to put out ten albums and then we're checking out. And we're sure. Done. And Why maybe not? that's the way. I mean, Why especially not? if you've made the perfect records. I don't know that you can point to a band that made an infinite amount of records where the they're still that good. Maybe a handful, but most, right? There's no way. The and a lot shit. of that might be on the listeners. Uh, well, you into things too is like we can't move past the stuff that we're still trying to soak up. And if you're really active and you're just cranking it out, it's hard to really listen and give it your full attention. Yeah. You're still trying to well, listen to the last one 30 times. And I think for, say, your fan base, like, um, about, who, who's a fucking older band? Like a, like a fucking Def Leppard or something. Like just any band that got big. So you move, right. you, you're in your 20s, they're in your 20s, your fan base is in their 20s, especially Boom. back then. They were fucking... Riding high, everyone's agree- making quite like, a bit of money. This is all, oh, quite, they, you know, well, five hundred thousand dollars like, thrown around at the lower but he, tier. But here's what's happening: it, it, 
like follow me for a second. Here's the timeline. They're going like this, mm-hmm. not only financially, but socially, everything. And your fan base is just kind of staying the same. Now they're having kids. They drop off a little bit. Now they're now they have a job. They, they drop off a little bit. Now the disconnect. So mm-hmm. the next fucking thing you make, 10 I years wish down that the you road, could have a little when you're little like graph a little down here because yeah. it it really so, is a good graph. It's like when you're a like when you're up here and you're making your sixth album and you don't have any goddamn fucking clue how your fan base is living. That you know, right? There's no, there's nothing for them to hang on to to give. And where a shit. would so, that be with? So they go back death. to their twenties and they go. I remember when, because nostalgia, we are suckers for nostalgia. Uh-huh. Humans love the past. And it's repetition, right? Exactly. That's all the, the nostalgia So is. you just, like, fucking, why? Fuck the seventh record. Just put the five and good. I only want to hear the hits. And, I mean, imagine uh, if you want to see Paul McCartney. Stuff. Paul McCartney's right. probably still to all of us. Even if we, like, dislike the Beatles or whatever, like, ooh, we're better. So we we like something more that's not so sold right. out. You would probably take free Paul McCartney tickets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then when he's doing his new songs, one of the greatest songwriters for 60 years, right. everybody's probably just like... You're just waiting on the Beatles Just waiting song. on... <laughs> I just has your exactly, eyes exactly. and I'll mess you. Yeah. Like, it's, it's weird. It's a weird fucking industry. And you really don't get rewarded for the, the newest thing unless that newest thing is the thing that really catches fire. It's so... But that's rare. Right. That's way more rare than the people that fall off. Right. And that, because money... I mean, you know, for better or worse, it cha- it'll change you because you don't have the same problems you used to have. Right, that's true. You won't be as angsty and really right. riding the same well, shit. And you grow that's up. why this lady right here, <laughs> she kept it together because I'm. Even though she, I mean, maybe she's living as comfortably as we are, but she's definitely not a but maybe multi billionaire. You know what I'm saying? You know? But maybe not. We don't know. Yeah, you know. And been able to afford a, at least a Chicago apartment for fourteen hundred dollars a month for a fucking one bedroom <laughs> with half a toilet. Yeah, that's so sad. You got a shower in the uh, hey, group shower. Cheers to Arkansas. Uh, cheers to I Arkansas. hope that we never lose our uh, our worry about the poor man. You know what I mean? Because I yeah. think that a lot of landlords really must be like, oh, we can't fucking charge twelve hundred dollars. Shit. Some uh, most ain't, especially the corporate stuff. The corporate they, stuff. Yeah. By like the I'm still just Ooh. really shocked. Shout out to my landlord, Chris. I got Chris. free paying rent. I'm just flabbergasted. Right? It's God sad. Damn. It's scary. It ain't fair. How do you afford it? I could. I would. And never. it's really hard to chase this artist thing, uh, doing that. Uh, but at the end dreams. of the day, yeah, uh, it it is doable. Yeah, I think you just got to really. You always hear this, and uh, we we hate it, but you can't have the avocado toast and the fucking six dollar uh, coffee every day. Right. You have to just. You have to live like here's a monk one, almost, and it's try- worth it to live like a monk to get those rewards. Here's one that I'm trying to get more into too: is my phone. It tells me, and I work very hard. I mean, I work for myself, so mm-hmm. it takes you know. But my days are like very labor intensive. Like last yesterday, I jackhammered up floor tile all day, and then worked at Vino's all night. And I went home at like midnight, and now I'm here doing this. Right, I'm very fucking tired right now, but. I look at my phone, right? Say yesterday. Yeah. And it'll tell me you were on your phone for six hours. Well, I worked for 15 of them. Right. When the fuck was I on here for six hours? So for six (laughs) hours, I could have been doing, even if it's on my phone, I could have been Uh making content on your phone because they got a thousand apps to make shit. Right. You have to change what you're doing. Even if it's, I'm still mm-hmm. sitting down and I'm taking a shit on my phone instead of fucking doing uh-huh. this dumb bullshit. Yeah, the scroll, on the doom scroll, iMovie or whatever's on your phone device, and just make shit, right? Yeah, y'all got the computer over here, but I can 
you know, we do live in a world where you can make the whole podcast with your iPhone, this, that, and the other. You do the editing. Dude, it's all right make, there. The it's way such the a beautiful compression tool. works on these new phones, you don't even fucking need this. We could just put that right there and talk. Right. And then boost. If you go and look at the episode I did with Jackson Glad, it was episode one. And you had to do it because some well, something, something was up. messed up. Yeah. But listen to it and look at it. That phone was across the room, and that episode sounds fine. Right. It's perfectly put outable. If that's all you have is a fucking smartphone, you can 100% have a video I think even old Joe Rogan, that we can't help but keep coming back to, he's talked about how, uh, especially before the video days, they would have somewhere they're just sitting on a fucking plane drinking champagne. They would and do that's it, how they recorded it. They would do it through their uh through their earpods before <laughs> AirPods, like the little <laughs> microphone stick. Yeah. Remember that? They would just hold that in their hand and just talk at it. Oh just yeah, knew. and they're just drunk as piss on an airplane doing a podcast mm-hmm. and getting ten million fucking downloads. And we're gonna and no easily one, get three hundred and forty-two high five. Hell yeah, dude! That's about that's about the <laughs> between normal. YouTube and the, right? and the actual hey, audio. It's, know, it's better than me. Like I, I put out a music video with every single song on this album, and like the top one has fifty-two views. It's just like, jeez! Thank God, thank God, we hey, man. did all that. It's all good. But at the end of the day, to me, I, I'm able to just laugh it off like it's. But what's cool? when you're committed to the art, even if it's like Emily Dickinson syndrome, you know, right. it might be uh, 10, 20 years down the road, go but somebody's going to be like, dude, like this, this guy is what kept yes. it up. Yes. And I, so that, that sh- means something. It's currency. Showed me, somebody showed me a band last night. Trevor Sullivan showed me a band last night. They have 17 monthly listeners, and he's one of them. Right. And it's a band that does not exist. They put out one album. It's fucking incredible. Incredible. It's incredible. I would watch that band play. Nope. If they were coming through here, I'd be like, we got to see this because they were so good. But that's like, that's the majority of bands. Mm-hmm. That's most things. They have 17 listeners. No one gives a fuck. No one knows who they are except those 17 people. Right. You know? At it, the end of the day, though, those 17 people are, their life is enriched by that. You know what I mean? And, absolutely. And they're forever entrenched in that. They're At some point, you're going to be like, oh, shit. I can go listen to this and right. uplift my mood. Mm. You know, uh, a totally sober activity at any point. I can just tap into it and get a serotonin right. boost. And it's actually, it was really good. I wish I could remember their name. I'd shout them out because they, they're not a band anymore, clearly, because the album was put out in like 2016. Right. But it's very well done. Yeah, that's the just the way great. the cookie crumbles. I uh, That's another reason I'm like, how are so many people listening on TikTok and Facebook? Mm-hmm. I know they're farm streaming because I'm mm-hmm. like, we literally hover around 33 people that listen a month. My favorite statistic. So why would nobody be using Spotify? But everybody's right. just like, oh, I'm going to make this on right. a reel. I'm going to use this on a reel on Facebook. What? Like, that's not going down, dude. <laughs> but, uh, hey, at the end of the day, be, don't though. hate the you... player, hate the game. And if CD Baby wants to help put a couple of bucks in my pocket and make me feel but, validated, that's cool with me. Well, it benefits them because they get a cut of your money. So, of course, they're going right. to push it. But – also, maybe you're wrong. Yeah, that is maybe true. Maybe there are people I who are like, I love that I've just r- already accepted this that I'm awesome. being. You're like, I'm so bad, there's no way. Right. Like, that, can't be, that, can't be, <laughs> that can't be 100% true because you are very good at what you do. So, In a way, yes, absolutely. Well, hey, but it, it does go to show. Like, I mean, 100 episodes ago, I watched you do it in my bedroom, remember? Oh, my God. <laughs> I remember that guitar being uh, messed up and like my yes. string kept popping off. And we had like fourteen beers or so Dude, before. We, we so got drunk. so well. We got we had two or three b- beers before we even started rolling. Uh-huh. And then I just had a, a 
Yeah, unlimited who was, amount. Who was with you? What was his uh, Ryan Jackson. Ryan, Ryan. Yeah, he wound up quitting the band mm-hmm. and, man, just a bunch of dumb shit. You know, I've, I've already talked a little bit about COVID, but uh, I literally let COVID fear kind of ruin that friendship and that relationship yeah. and... Uh, you know, just a lot of paranoia. The One of the last times I saw him, I was recording him outside of my fucking house. Like, I was like, you can't come in, but we're going to set you up through the window. And I'm like wearing a mask. I'm sure he was just, you know, he was just living in that other reality where it's like, let's don't freak out. And I'm in this reality right. where it's like, it's time to freak the fuck out. Yeah. And, but then you really this think about it. it and it's not like I just had this idea in my head. Right. It's like it was, it was being talked about and pushed in this way sure. of like, don't see your homeboy. It's not worth killing your mm, grandma right. or whatever. You don't and want so, grandma to die. But I, I remember that kind of being one of those moments. And then I saw that he went to a party and his girl. And I mm. called him out on the old clickety-clack. I love uh, how I got the fake keyboard down you here. You click-clacked him, man. I click-clacked uh, and I'm just like, what y'all are doing in public is going to make sure this disease is here forever. Right. Right. And your and eyes just, just roll right. back in your head. <laughs> and then uh, eventually... I was like, oh, this is fuck. Oh, God, this is going to fuck up our whole friendship. And I delete the comment. It was too it's late. too late. Dude. I already saw it. And his girl saw it. And it was. Ooh, that's and the one you don't want. When a man uh-huh. loves a woman. You're going to get kicked to the curb, right. my dude. And it, just, and it just so happened. I mean, it was just immediate. He was just like, that's it. Like, we're done. Let me get all my Kurt's stuff. Gonna, I want to make sure you're not there. It was like. Listen, Kurt's going to get a girlfriend, and this will be the end of this. <laughs> No doubt she'll hate me. <laughs> well, if she listens to every episode, then she won't. At the end of the day, though, I mean, they're both lovely. Yeah, for sure. I can't say enough how lovely of people they are. But, you know, it was it was two very different camps, and yeah. I was really worried about them. And I'm worried about how can I even do shows if you're not being safe, Ryan? Right, right. Uh, but it got so intense. I mean, like, dude has ghosted me. Yeah. I really felt like I got thrown in the proverbial trash. Though, you know? But you know what happened after Digital that? trash. I released two. I released a nine and a half hour album, and then <laughs> and now so I've released wild. our most recent one, Knife Play, uh, that you know has just a bunch of fresh songs. Like, is it just you? Nothing on there? new. You didn't have anybody. Um, actually, in. I had Machete Eddie play on a few songs. There you go. He was in the band for a while. Uh, but man, he was just having trouble learning our back catalog. He's it was doing, just really a pain in he's his going ass. Some stuff too. He said on the podcast, but he's got these like crazy headaches yes he does he does and so you know a lot of times i i would just kind of think oh well later down the road he'll he'll be more interested it'll work out but one day uh we we had gotten booked for this show that was 30 we needed to do about 30 songs so we needed to play a two and a half hour closing set and boy he was just he just couldn't understand why i wouldn't want to just do some covers to cover that ground. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, cause when we were a baby band, we would do that. Like, this is important to me. Uh, if you can't learn it, maybe you're not the right guy for it. And so at that point, from two different it, it made me reach out yeah. to our original drummer who just obviously already knew uh, four albums worth of material and has That's been so listening much. to the, the new stuff too. That's so much to have. And he said brain. he would do it. How do you remember? And so all I, that I made shit. that hard decision to fire like the best drummer that's in, in Little state. Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we're I, I think we're still friends and uh He's cool. And man. he he, he played on uh Regret on the new album. Uh cool. and he played on Right Now Your Girlfriend is going to a party. And then he wrote <laughs> uh Farino's Caveat Reprise, like it's this like drum solo that's all him, uh, with me kind of doing some weird primacy, like off color stuff. A theremin? I like don't. I would love. Okay. I would love one though. You seem like a guy I'm that familiar would familiar with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I gotta really use the restroom. I know that I, you I said I could you. tackle. I yeah, do it. I think I'm gonna go uh, grab my pipe and stuff too. Are we still a weed friendly podcast? Not in here. No, no, no. Not in here. Okay, we have to do all that. Out. How, how long have we been going, Kurt? Hour and twenty. Do you just want to call it good or? Boy, I don't know. What do you think? Well, I mean, it's up to you. If well, you got to going to be the end of the take a while. No, I won't do all that. Well, just let me run use the restroom. Yeah, just I'll go use right the restroom. Me and Kurt will fill time. Watch out throw those cables though. Yes, it's the only difficult part about this situation. Knife blade uh, out right knife now. Blade. Knife play. September first is when it came out. On all your streaming social media networks. Hi, Kurt. Ah, hello, everybody. October 20th, Zash Bash. Wait, I shouldn't do that one. We should do... You should do one. Cover Show, November 4th. That's there we go. That's the one we want to talk about. Uh, Hold on. It's been a Zash while. Zash Bash is good, too, though. Zash Bash is fucking Obliviate. Zashed, of course. Obliviate's Shinfo. Yeah. I haven't seen them yet, so that'll be fun. Uh, a new band called Even More Scene, and it's a sceny weenie band, so that's fun. Uh huh. Well, I don't think anybody knows yet, but they know now. <laughs> Oops. Uh. Oh, did he? Okay. Uh. Wait, who out? There's two more. Shit, I don't have the flyer. My phone's recording the backup cam. Um, it's Obliviate, Zashed, Shinfo, Even More Scene, Green Day, Corn, Limp Biscuit. Zash is playing. Zash is playing, yeah. No, I said Zashed. Oh, okay. Current Solace, maybe? Current Solace, that's yeah. it. That's the other band. Which is members of Zash. Which is three members of Zash, yeah. right? Yeah. So, it's going to be fucking sick. It's in Cersei. It's, uh... I don't know if it's free or not, but costumes are heavily encouraged. I was talking to them last night, and so we're going to do it big. And then the cover show, uh... Y'all doing a full Moon Green Records Day. cover show too, right? Yeah, he is. Hell yeah! Uh, that one is like Nirvana, and my stays in Vegas. Paramore again? Yeah, uh, band called Audacity. Audacity's doing. Paramore. Do they have a chick lead singer or no? They do. Oh, I was about to say if it was uh, a dude on lead vocals, that might even be cooler. Uh, we did it last year. And Hell it was, yeah. a, and he's six foot two and dressed like Haley. Was he just like, <gasps> no, no, no. Oh, he was singing. He, no, oh, he sings like no, a Dylan Bradley. You should, you should get into any given room. Okay. Oh yeah, I've heard of them a lot. I've heard a couple of clips. Well, they yeah. are talented as all fucking shit, and they're the band that did Paramore, and their frontman Dylan is a beast. Did he ever scream? Did he do any screams? Oh no, he just has the most the sitting up high. He's one of those six foot two yeah. tenors. Yep. Beautiful vo- beautiful vocals. And he's got his nude project, Ginger Giant. We just go ahead and promote everything. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Mid-show, let's fucking get the promo. Uh, anyway, the other cover show is Deftones by Salon Blonde. Hold on, let me do this. Knocked Loose by Zashed. Well, we just Green Day by... Espionage uh, yeah. Act. Espionage Act. Zach, yeah, Zach Smith's band. See, I'm and reading. Then, I'm reading all y'all's posts. I'm living vicariously through y'all. Like you should cover that. Now your kid could come hey, to that, that show. Yeah, there ain't gonna be nobody getting their teeth knocked no, out. No, 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 no. Well, knocked loose. Don't. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> they definitely <laughs> be people getting their. No teeth No one's gonna out. get. Yeah. Hey, at least they'd be his baby teeth. And the, well, that's true. Right? 
I mean, they got it, Tooth Fairy's going to come. Right, boom. I mean, Maybe we could, could ship in some of the door money. He could just his... collect them all out of the pit <laughs> yeah. and then be like, Mom, Dad, you owe me 3000 bucks." Who's the other band? It's um, the fourth one. God damn it. Prop Hunter. Yeah. Do oh, they've got American Rejects. And they're teaming up with Espionage Act and doing a show uh, at Maxine's. Has that already went down? I think that happened. 28th. Oh, it's coming up. They're releasing new music, and they got that'll Prop be, Hunter playing with them. That'll be that'll have already happened. That will have already. Happened oh, by the time this comes out, awesome. you know, on the we edge the other day, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they didn't. They wanted to create the idea that it was going down at that very moment, and so he was like, yeah. "Oh, you can't talk about the show uh, in future tense because this, this is going to be airing the day afterwards." So yes. they are like, "He's like, so I heard y'all played a show last night," and I'm like, "It's the best show we ever did. Uh-huh. Period." We do that story. on here sometimes. We it's make so fun funny. of it. Yeah, yeah, it's like funny. You know, it's like oh, that's the oh, wait, business. This already aired. You got to have so a minute. I, it takes a long time just to like export it all onto the thing and clear up enough space and all that sort of thing. <laughs> well, and it's, we're too ahead right now because we're leaving for Furnace Fest, mm. so we're not going to do one this weekend. So we're too ahead. So by the time we come back and do another one, we'll be exactly on point. Hell yeah! So this episode is actually. Two weeks away. Right. That's what I, I remember kind of advertising and asking Kurt uh, when it was going to be. And so, yeah. I don't know. I'm just like, Mr. I'm like, I'm going to make a post on Facebook and it's going to go so viral. Everybody's going to watch it. I think it. yours will like, be the last episode of September. Oh, okay. Well, I th- it's going to be September. I thought he said October 13th or something. I, I don't know. This one comes out October 3rd. Oh, October 3rd. But yeah, hey, you know, three big press junkets uh, after an independently released and basically independently recorded album. Like, right. you know, as everybody, like Machete Eddie was just like, you know, he's just got a headache and he's just like, my wheels are spinning in so many directions. Like, no, we're not going to be able to release this by September 1st. And I'm like, right. you're not going to be able to release it by September 1st. You're not me. Psych. So I pulled a Dave Grohl and just, uh, you know, on <laughs> yeah. the t- and, you know, I invited everybody over. I'm like, what would you like to contribute to this? And. Almost every single person at some point was just like, mm. oh, my, oh, my, oh, my. And I'm like, all right. And so I just, uh, you know, basically released the demos that I had made, you know, and I recorded them like as space holders. Like, all right, if they want to add their thing, we'll right. record their track on this. And then when they just really weren't able to perform and everybody was like, September 1st, you're insane. I just, you know, just made sure that I polished everything up and released it. You know what I mean? You do all your own mastering? All my own mastering and recording Sick. and the whole nine. Yeah, I just got a little hoodie over there in my house. Nothing too fancy. But Do you use like templates or do you just, you figure it all out on your own? You just uh, like fucking what, YouTube it, do it. Uh, yeah, just kind of just have done it for so long. Yeah. Just really know how to uh, control a, a, you do it at a low and high uh, knob and make do sure it. that when it's a bass drum, I turn the low up a little bit or when it's right, the bass right. guitar, yeah, I turn yeah, the low yeah, up and... Yeah. And it just gives me a pretty good mix, you know, just right out. You do the it gate. in a mixer, not like in the box, like on the. Uh, I use right now a Tascam, like oh uh, shit, personal like recorder in the thing, in the thing, and Holy then just fuck, and then just upload it, you know, straight to CD old Baby school, or man. YouTube and Amazing. all that. It is the old school way. That's the old. No click track, uh, like the op- all the bands that are like, if you can't play with a click track, then fuck you. Well, like it's the fuck opposite. Me. Now, granted, we had Jared Ives. Y'all know Jared Ives that plays yeah, in Census. Yeah. And, oh, my God. What's his all? Abandon the Artifice. That was my favorite band he ever did. That or Auto Dreamer. A census is obviously. He does the Led Zeppelin cover band, Oh, he does? Yeah, and Charlie mm-hmm. is in Queen Andrew Revenge. Uh, mm-hmm. Charlie actually plays uh, 
keys and does bass and background vocals with the band these days. Yeah. Kind of took Ryan's spot. Uh, and, you know, including dueling pianos because he's also a pianist and oh, okay. can really just kind of knock out a million covers at a show. He's talented and, as fuck. Uh, but yeah, uh, Jared was recording us. And the only songs that were done to a click track is the Machete Eddie stuff that uh, he did to a click track. Right. And it's some of my favorite stuff on the record. You know, Regret, I don't know if you've listened to it, but it's just a song about, uh, you know, killing someone and having to run away so that you don't get caught by the police. Hell yeah. But it sounds like a Bob Seger song. Uh, Sounds like something I'd be in trouble for. Right. Oops. Oops. I get it again. Yeah. Does she have a head mic or no? Is this the Mandala effect? Do you remember a head remember mic head in that mic. video? Yeah. It's not in there. Bullshit. They deleted it. Just like yeah, they ba- deleted it's it. It's like the Bernstein Bears. Oh, it's Bernstein. Oh, it's this Berenstain. whole fucking time. Fuck you. Oh, fuck no. you. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Oh, Sinbad yeah. wasn't in yeah. Shablam. Listen, I saw that movie. <laughs> I had yeah. vivid memories of that movie. You just saw every other Sinbad movie ever, and, and then you, you mixed up the Shaq. The Shaq, because Shaq is just so garbage at free throws. <laughs> it's Shaq's fault. And making movies <laughs> that it's his fault. I remember he it. Might have created the Mandela. You know what's effect. weird is I didn't know a fucking thing about any of this, and then a buddy of right. mine, Ryan Irby, texted me one day. He goes, "Do you remember this movie?" And I texted him, "Yes, I remember that movie. I owned it as a kid." And he goes, "It never existed." And I was like, "You're wrong." And he was like, "Dude, look it up." And he was like, "I just had my mind blown. Apparently, right. it's a real thing." And I looked it up, and so, sure enough, but they think, "Oh, let's get conspiracy dog." I no. really think that we just kind of all compartmentalize the stuff and shoot it back out. But it, sure. how wild would it be if like this if just went down and we, we are just on the other side of this other dimension and somehow well, here we say, are, but with the memories of that CERN. one. It was when they fired up CERN. Oh. We split dimensions and oh, we went shit. into an alternate one. And that's Whoops. why a lot of shit doesn't make sense. That's why everything's kind of chaotic now. Okay. Dude, it yeah. is, bro. They fired up CERN again, and now Marvel movies are bad. What the <laughs> fuck? Hey, this is crazy, but now I have to piss. You mm-hmm. said piss, and now I have to piss. Kurt, here, here, I'm putting the mic over here. I'm just going to take this time to remind y'all to go stream uh, the Queen Anne's Revenge album, Knife Play, that came out on September 1st. Uh, and make sure you comment down in the comment section what your favorite song is off the record. My favorite song is uh, track three. Track three. You know what that is? Regret that I keep talking about. But yeah, Machete yeah, Eddie played on one. that one. It is. And Machete Eddie played on it, and it's a it's probably the most piano centric Queen Anne's Revenge song that we ever did. Like it's just the riff is a piano riff. Hell yeah. And I've always dreamed of that, but just it's never materialized on an album until this. So it's kinda weird to hear you know Machete Eddie. You ever yeah, heard him drum? Yeah, yeah. So he's yeah. he's just really blasting away and doing crazy shit. In the middle of it it's even like a drum I solo. I don't know if I've seen him drum. But you've probably seen YouTube videos. No, I've of definitely him seen the clips for sure. Yeah, right. yeah. He, so he's just he, he basically like films himself every time he right. does it. And yeah. his feet are just so fast. Like in a world full of us that are just kind of grooving, which is <laughs> yeah. really you know, there's beauty in not doing double bass. But he's got whatever as far as you could go with double bass. He's got yeah. it figured yeah, out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he. I don't have the stamina. Yeah, it's, to play yeah. drums in general. <laughs> It'll wear you out. Imagine people like Don McLean from the Eagles like playing drums and singing at the same yeah. time. Like, that seems really hard. I'd love to see a death metal vocalist drummer combination, though. I think somebody who is just grinding it out hey. and still just. I've seen, I've seen like some like post hardcore bands that are like that kind of stuff. Like there's a band called uh, 
I already forgot. Fuck. Which, well, let's. Uh, well, fucking under oath. I mean, like that guy's the classic example of a oh, great yeah, yeah, singing yeah, yeah, drummer. Yeah, 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 singing and doing drums. At the same you know time. what I mean? It's it, it's his, some, his mic always seems so far away too, and I'm just like, you've been doing this for years, <laughs> and it's like way out of the way. Maybe he's like Jack White. He's trying to make it as hard as possible. Maybe so, because he it, always it, has to like do this to right. Yeah. Why, <laughs> like you've been doing this for how many years, and you didn't just move it a little closer? Too know? many years. Yeah. Boom mics yeah. exist, Darren. Boom right. Mics. <laughs> yeah. He just doesn't realize it yet. He does. The sometimes the camera gets adds tripped 10 over. Ten pounds. <laughs> the camera adds ten pounds. This don't worry. Adds, this one adds a hundred. Just don't worry, you guys. We're actually really slim and trim. Oh, it's just slim and trim. just the look of these cameras. Well, dude. Uh, yeah, Aaron just looks cool when he goes like this, you know? Right. Got the long hair. Got the fucking thing. They started out as a, uh, a Christian band, too, didn't they? Sure. Didn't we all? Didn't we all? You, too. Oh, absolutely. I. I was a good Christian boy. I honestly and never I was. I was like, because I knew kind of the shenanigans that the really, really. Now here's here's our high, <laughs> our high school's most famous Christian band was named Exempt. Oh yeah, and it featured the uh, quarterback of our Dude, high school why do football I know team. That band, Pro- I mean, they were great. Yeah, so with me, we'll what, float what on was... angels' way. I mean, it was. Yeah, and I mean, I Crazy. really wanted that, but at the end of the day, I realized I wasn't writing Christian songs. So I'm like, right. well, to thine own self be true. But I mean, that was a great way to be able to go and play. For your community that was just at large, like you get to play the churches where everybody's hanging out at, That's anyways. Right. And they paid awesome. Yeah, I remember them making like five hundred, six hundred dollars a show, and they deserved it because they had oh, yeah. fucking three hundred people there. I was in a band called Truth Farm. Oh, okay, I, I remember bass. Truth Farm. Uh-huh. And we would make so much fucking money, and I was like, I'm more of a universalist, right? You're not going to be smashing on someone else's. I don't. Religion. I don't really care about the. Yeah, so, and I'm and I'm not. I'm not. Oh yeah, you're fucking blah blah blah. This like fuck you. No, I'm just like okay, cool, awesome. I'm me. You're you. That's great. Are you cool? I have one thing. Are you cool? Right. If you're cool. Fucking awesome. Let's rock and roll. That's the way it should go. Uh, <laughs> but that I was like. Dude, we played for 30 minutes and we would make $1,000. Like, y'all were just bringing that many people? No, that's just what they were Truth paying. Farm. Because the church congregation, the churches, we would play like these right. uh, retreat things. So, like, you're in the woods or something, or you're away, you're at some church, like, uh, they would always put us in, like, the other room, the gymnasium. Right. And we would just be there to play. And sometimes we'd play an hour. Sometimes we'd play 30 minutes. Sometimes we'd play for two hours. But it's always 1000 bucks. But it's always crazy-ass money. And then merch. Forget about it. You're going to sell everything you brought to that. Man, those were the days. I mean, these days we can't really get anywhere near that, and so you don't feel like investing it back in the merch. Much less have a parent who's willing to pay for all of it. Like, I I mean, my bands don't. We, you know, for whatever reason, can't fucking do it, but some bands around here have insane merch. Like Terminal Nation has merch that they they will sell out. Oh, wow. Who else does good? Uh, Mammoth Caravan. Oh, yeah, dude, they're merch gods. Yeah, merch gods. Merch gods. And see, I'm out of that game. I decided not to because. And how smart! Like they're they just did one the other night, right? They played two nights ago. Yep. And they made the cover of their test presses memes, mammoth memes. Oh wow! So that's of course, and you're it's saying brilliant. their test presses of their vinyl. of their vinyl. They sold them. They sold them off, and instead of having like a cover. 
Like you that's know, something I they would just definitely made do. Mammoth memes. I would like to reissue all of our shit on vinyl because none of it's ever came out. So if anybody thinks they I would think actually want that, comment down below, and I, I will make it happen. There's a company that'll do it if you. It's like a pre-sale based system, so they'll give you the mock-up, mm-hmm. everything, and if you pre-sell, I think it's like a hundred. They'll produce like a hundred and just like CD Baby, they just get a cut. Yeah, they, let's fucking go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that sounds they perfect just get to their me. Cost and then to you me, get, it would be more worth it. I'm not trying to make a bunch of money on it, but it would be awesome to have 13 people who really fucking like. But I guess you got to have 100 people. Got to have 100. So, what do you think about this idea? I've also thought we got seven records. Why not put out a greatest hits? I've even thought about calling it greatest tits. There you <laughs> like, go. <laughs> just because it sounds just the same. Just make it one put a picture of titties <laughs> like, on the cover. And then just Everybody like, loves tits, man. And then instead of just one album, like have all, you know, you my favorite my favorite songs from the years. And I mean, that, and I mean surely 100 people would order that. If you would, comment down below and I'll read it. It's not about the if you would. So my take on it is yeah. my band... We're like, well, we need to sell a hundred copies. I don't listen. I'm gonna walk up to you and I'm gonna say, Justin, you're buying this, this because I'm gonna it. fucking support you and you're gonna support me. I don't right. ever ask you for nothing. Give me twenty fucking dollars, please, cash at me, and this is yours. Right. And you're gonna go. You know what, man? Okay. Like I'm gonna force sell a hundred records <laughs> for true. sure, dude. I I have this really, and I don't. I'm gonna walk by a tip I don't feel jar it right I'm now, but twenty out. I'm gonna stick a vinyl record in and go. Thank you. I w- I would definitely I be the exact this. opposite. Like it, <laughs> it bothers me to do things like that. I don't know. Maybe it's just from having the used car salesman mom. Like I'm just like <laughs> yeah. I'm like I can't do this, but if people. <laughs> Get it on their own accord, then that's awesome. Your mom tried to sell you on eating your green beans, or right? Whatever. Exactly. <laughs> it's a it's a fucking trigger. the other day she sold my car out from under me. <laughs> Wait, she is that literally real? did for real. What the fuck? It was it, it was kind of broken down, uh, and they were trying to be real sweet, and they gave me a car uh, that they had that they wanted me to have. Mm-hmm. They were planning on giving it to me for my birthday, but they just from out of nowhere. They're like, we're going to go uh, get your car looked at by a mechanic, and if it's not good, then we're going to uh, just sell it to the junkyard. But they never did that first step where they had it looked at by a they mechanic. The they just sent it to the junkyard. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm still paying on repairs for that car. Like, you did not think this through very well. So I got them to go buy it back. They were sweet enough to sell it back to me. That's but nice. It took a couple of, you know, 6.30 a.m. while I'm passing the baton to watch my kid, like, you shouldn't have sold my car, Mom, and, you know, some tears and stuff. Nothing like making your seventy-five-year-old mother cry. You know what I'm I mean? Seventy-five, like, seventy-six. Actually, she's seventy-six. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm thirty-eight. So, well, goddamn. I mean, I'm almost forty, and my dad was sixty-six when he passed. True. Yeah. Hey, that's one thing I'm thinking about every day. Is like as old as they are. If they died tomorrow, I'm so blessed so your to mom have them. Was like thirty when you were born? She was thirty-nine. 30. Whoa. Yeah. Holy shit. And dad was forty. I think he was cheating on his first wife, and that's right. Uh, well, you know, shit happens. One of those, man. But they, you know, they're still together and making each other miserable all these years later. They're still both alive. Still both Amazing. alive and together. Yeah. Kudos to you, man. Yeah, it's. It, I think about that every single day. I'm like, in this world full of tragedy and mm. world full of people doing the wrong things so often, myself being included in that. Like, how blessed can one man be? You know, right. If, if they did pass away tomorrow, like I've had a very long and sort long enough to let them become elderly and right. sell my cars out from underneath me, 
Like I'm just such a lucky man. <laughs> but you know, they they I'm sure they are still in that same uh, mindset of just like well, they're still I need two hundred and fifty dollars right now. They're still married. Yeah, they are. They're still together. It's unreal. It is, especially these. But you know, when you get together at forty and thirty nine, like, what are your options really at that at that point? I mean, kill each other. You can always murder suicide. (laughs) You know, that tends to be a pretty popular option. It's what they do most of the time. Yeah, actually, turns out I fucking hate you. (laughs) Bam! Bam! Could you imagine if you made noises like Mario when you died? Right. Uh, Oh, like one of those. You would know someone died by the noise it made. Someone died nearby. Shit. But then when they get resurrected, let's go. Let's go. But yeah, uh, you know, at the end of the day. What a beautiful scene. What a beautiful podcast this is. And uh, just Appreciate how, that. how awesome is it to be all these years later still basing our life around music? You know what I mean? It's going to be forever, sadly. I don't think I have a choice, man. It's I a really long don't. way to I've the top about if you want to rock and roll. Exactly. I've seen a million faces and I've rocked them all. Uh, it's just, there's no change in it. Right. You know, I'm so. You I'm are what invested. you are. You're an animal. Yeah. You're built for yeah. rock and roll. Just built to do stuff and like this. And like build tables for obscene amounts of money. What's and your uh, band with Cody Wallace? Go for gold? Is that no, no? That's uh, that's Spencer's band. What? Is, and, and there, there's a drum. Cody. I, that's every band I'm in. He's the he's the bassist for Lame Johnny, Shinfo, and My Hands to War. My Hands to War. I don't know why I was thinking uh, Go for Gold. My Hands to War. That's y'all's band together. What a great band that is. Yeah, we need to play more shows. <laughs> Why well, never forget the power of y'all songs? Like that's some of the best shit that I've ever heard come Have you out heard of this. The new CD. stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh man, Justin sent it to you. Uh huh. Yeah, it's it's uh it's crazy, man. Um, sad though. Sad. I'm already sick of playing it. It's really? Called, I get sad. Well, it's about our guitar player who killed himself. So it's like oh, Lord. every time you play it, you have to think about it because uh-huh. you're you know you're in it. So and that's like, part of it. Yeah. You know, we we're just so lucky to not be thinking that that's the answer you know mm-hmm. so many people just really check out of this world and maybe for something that would go yeah. away if you just gave it a little bit of time but it just feels so heavy in that moment yeah i can't blame people i always am saying like the only way that i can even get through this life is knowing that at some point if i decide it's over it can be done you know right. what i'm saying yeah. and uh it sounds like he pulled that ultimate ripcord but at the end of the day you can't blame your homie you just gotta miss him and just wish miss him wish that you beat uh, the shit out of him Oh, there's a fucking yeah. I should have just did that. Was he was, was he having him? trouble with drugs oh, and shit? Yeah, dude, the worst. Mm. Like heroin, Fenty. Yeah, fuck yeah, all of it. He so here's what's crazy. Yeah, fuck it, I've said it a hundred times. I don't care. He did enough heroin to kill probably a handful of people. So he did it on purpose. Oh ooh, yeah. Oh no, he left a note, but he woke up. Oh god. And then he wrote a second note that he he. This is literally how it went. He said, "Well, that didn't work." And then did it again. So he did it technically twice in one evening. What was going so wrong in this young man's life that he thought it needed to be over? Uh, you know what, dude? Was it girl I'll, shit? For, no. I'll just loosely put it as he didn't want people to think of him a certain way, which I think is just the most bullshit. I have my own thoughts on it, but 
that's kind of the gist. But also, you know, it was a tough life. It's in his head. I when mean, you're, I- when you're in that world, there's no getting out of that without some serious intervention. That's why I say, man, if I had just beat the fuck out of him, which wouldn't have taken much. I mean, he was a pencil right. by the time it was all over. Just grab him by his head, palm him, walk him to a room, lock the fucking door and be like, me and you, bitch, for like a month or two. Right. Fuck you. Because genuinely, I would rather that than what is, right? I would rather miss work, all the bullshit, just to be like, hey, fuck face. Remember that time you were an idiot, you know? That's awful, dude. Yeah, it's awful. It's awful. But you don't, you know. It's been years, so it's. Just I've got like, a bandmate right now that uh, I really don't know if he might have overdosed in the last five or six years or not. Like, just no contact with him right. whatsoever. Besides Ryan, like another yeah. guy, and it's just like we saw him descending down the hole so deep, and yeah. we kicked him out. And I'm always wondering and worrying, like, what if I was the nail in his coffin? Uh, you know? It's just. But at the end of the day, you can't you can't have somebody that's just mm-hmm. so fucked up they're not playing the right chords on stage. My you know first I mean? band, my first band, I was in that the first singer we had was exactly that and he ended up oddly enough dying but years and years later in like a freak car accident oh wow the car wasn't even damaged but he but he died it was like the craziest thing maybe he had a heart attack from the fear of it all nope i know exactly what happened they were somebody got injured and he was taking them to the hospital from the lake yeah they accidentally went up on a guardrail and the car just kind of like tipped over Rolled over, but it was like slow motion. He right. wasn't wearing a seatbelt, so when the car hit, it threw him out the window, and he broke his neck. Jeez. Just a, Can you believe? Damn. Oh, we're so fragile. We are. We're hey, so fragile. This is all I know. <laughs> I didn't get any for, Forever, down, yeah. this moment in time, though, no matter how fragile we are, it's captured. Mm. To live a on forever. we could fall through here right now, all three of us are dead. It's like right. the weirdest thing. I have friends that have died in all the ways... And every time I'm like, damn, some of them I'm like, it was that easy? And it just never stops. Shit. It's, it's hard to deal with, man. I mean, I'm trying to think of the craziest death. In, you know, Brett Kular, I, he was a very divisive figure. I don't think I remember. Figure. He was uh, the lead screamer of Slamphetamine. I remember that band. Burning Nursery. Yeah. With J.P. Jennings, yeah, who's yeah. now playing in the that fucking Led Zeppelin <laughs> cover band that we heard That's about. That's how you do it. <laughs> but, like, you know, he, he was just such a great dude to me. Yeah. And, like, even though we're too punk to be metal and too metal to be punk, like, mm-hmm. he was always just like, whatever you're fucking doing, don't give it up. And it was just so encouraging. And then after he dies, you find out all these people who were like, he was stalking me. He was... Uh, he raped me. Like you're just like, mm. what do you even fucking think or believe? Like, yeah, I don't at know. the end of the day, like so many people, you just you you see what they want to put out there, and you don't hear the bad shit until they pass away, and it's just like, man, yeah, things like that are strange. It's weird how all that kind of you want to have reverence for someone, but at the same time, you yeah, you hear these crazy things, and like they're throwing fests in his honor, and it's like uh, you heard about the raping and. Such, Did you right? hear about this other stuff? <laughs> Did you hear about all the non-death metal <laughs> Right, right. Things? Yeah, yeah. So like, we all suck, fuck? I guess. But hopefully hopefully, I wouldn't have anything that bad that I came out. People, I've been I, stupid, but listen, not me. I'm an asshole, admittedly. And I know I'm hard to like, but I'm not a fucking total shit box, you know? Right. 
Many people are. Many I people a, just saying, hey, you know, he passed on from that Fenty. I think that uh, drugs ultimately will fucking, it'll just, it'll, it'll make you into something that you're not, you know, and you can't even grapple oh, with like, no, he wasn't like that. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. that drugs, you know, I, I've struggled with Coke before and it took everything that I was. Like when? I was not that person. When? Let's see, probably from 2017 to 2020. Okay. I feel like if COVID wouldn't happen, I wouldn't have been able to quit. Really? Snorting drugs yeah, every yeah. time I played a fucking show. Ooh. Like it was just and I'm sure they were interesting shows, but like, you know, <laughs> when it's five thirty in the morning and you're drinking mouthwash to like try to have You guys want to hear drink. that third song again for the fourth time? <laughs> right. <laughs> Hell exactly. yeah, dude. Well, we would just be like a fucking tornado, but then going home, and that's the part that it's just like, oh my god, this is fucking depressing, and just like you run out of beers, and you're like, I would take shots of mouthwash and shit just to Ooh. be able to have like that's how just out of what my mind I Man. was, you know. After eating sleeping pills, trying to go to bed, like it just it was you're so fucking just, <laughs> just wound skated. up and yeah. just wound up, and and just you know it's five thirty in the morning, and god. you're. You're you're it's just you're trying to go to work the next day and just doing anything to try to go to sleep. It's like the one so I drug. think that's where we get when we when we're like I'm gonna fucking kill myself. It's in those moments, right? Oh, for sure. Oh, it's in the weakest moment. That's what it always right. is. It's never the fucking time when you're just hanging out with your buddies. You go in the next room and you're like, I think I'm done here. Right. You know what I'm saying? We're just really having a tough time. It's just the and worst. Just chemically affected. The chem- dude, they change everything about your your psyche. Mm-hmm. Everything adjusts and you become this thing that you think you are, or it makes you think you're this thing. I think that's what he was going through. Dustin right. a lot was it was forcing this perspective that just really wasn't true. The drugs will do it, and if I mean, you do it enough days in a row, then that's the truth. And the that's truth, your truth. Yeah, and the truth comes out at the end because there's always 150 fucking people there crying. Right, and it's like, well, if he only knew. It's like, well, he he might have known, but the the shit wouldn't let him see all that right. like all the bullshit it kind of muffles the things that is one of those things man yeah well, hey r.i.p to our dead homies huh we don't drink all the booze Good so we Lord. can't even pour one out for him man <laughs> i got a lot of dead homies dude <laughs> those are people who died died I'm those pushing. are people who died died i tried to do the math on it which is weird and fucked up but i know so many i got to I got to like 75, 80 and just quit counting. I was like, that's too many fucking people. Mm-hmm. I, if I had to guess, it's probably near 100 dead people that I've known, which is strange as fuck. It is. You got any dead lovers? Nope. A lot of dead That's friends, always really though. weird when you when you have put your penis inside of somebody who's dead. That's always the I can't weirdest. Imagine that, the weirdest no. of the weird. You're like, man, that's not even around I anymore. I keep telling my wife. That would I'm be like, necrophilia charges. I keep now. telling my wife, I'm like, uh, you know I'm dying first because like I'm the guy and I'm fucking way out of shape. And she's like, No, I'll go first. And I was like, No, nah, it's gonna be me for sure, but you should be like, you know, prepared for that. Right. You should, you should really like stash some money away or something. Just in case. <laughs> hey, it's not a bad idea. That's what we always try to do. I think we've got uh, life insurance stuff, mm. and hopefully it doesn't just fucking uh, come to like, oh, Implode. I need $20,000, blank, blank, blank. But uh, at the end of the day, uh, life insurance will hopefully life cover at least good. some of that. Yeah. And I just want to be, you know, just burn up, like cremated, fucking bro. cremate me, throw me in the ocean, and, Fuck me and, and then like $10,000 <laughs> can be in your pocket. You know still, what I mean? Dude, my dad was like three grand to be cremated. 
It's a lot of fucking money. Even cremation is expensive. I can't imagine. Can they do a funeral pyre? Is that okay these days or no? Uh, What? Can they just do a funeral pyre like in your backyard? Is that allowed these days? So I think in some places, and there's like two states that allow Viking funerals where you can do the arrow. We just got to go to those Viking states, and then you can take home the cash. That's what's up. I'm ready. Shoot an arrow in me and fucking flame up the raft. Like, let's go, man. Well, dude, I have enjoyed talking with you. you I want to talk to your viewership for a minute. Do it. Our album, Knife Play, came out on September 1st. It's got lots of great songs. Uh, a few of them feature Charlie Askew and Machete Eddie, the extreme drummer from down in Louisiana. Uh, but the rest of it was little old me. I pulled a Dave Grohl, and I hope that y'all enjoy it. Uh, it's really just got a great response so far, and I can't wait to come out and play all this stuff for you guys. Uh, thus far, we've only played California Bloodbath and uh, Banksy's theme song. It's a, a song for my dog, a little <laughs> instrumental thing out live. But at our next show, we're hoping to you know pull out a few more of those. Y'all let us know what y'all want to hear. And well, dude, on. appreciate you for having me on, Corey. Always, buddy. Thanks for having me, Kurt. Sorry it took 100 episodes, but Hey, you know, that's the way it goes. <laughs> I had to have something to promote before I came back. That's though. right. That's right. We try to spread it out too. We're spreading the love around with the pod and all that. Get everybody, got a lot of great guests. Get anybody and everybody. It. That's kind of the rule. Well, anybody and everybody. There's plenty of people to come, go around so from many. Jackson Gladden to Machete Eddie, Mike Rayley. Those have been hey. some recent episodes. Yep. Good ones too. Keep up the good work, y'all. Thanks, buddy. Spreading the gospel. Well, uh, Patreon, that's the biggest one. YouTube, like, subscribe. Okay. Everything's Crashcast Pod. Twitter, it's Crashcast Pod 1. That's a mouthful. We really should change that. And everybody, thank you for listening. Peace. Peace. Doobity-doo, doobity-doo. We still got to take a photo. All right. <laughs>